I am so happy they re-recorded that for us or recorded it special for us. That's beautiful. That's uh, cool. I like it a lot. Um, that's uh, Folk Hogan for those of you guys that have never listened to the new Utah podcast before. Uh, they do our intro music, and this is um, a newer version. Uh, where they recorded what we had spliced. Um, <laughs> I liked the name that he gave it. I can't remember what it was. Bootleggers. Bootleggers intro. <laughs> well, that's actually the name yeah. of the song. Oh, it is? is Bootleggers okay. Dance. Yeah. Yeah, boot, Bootleggers intro solo loop. And I like it because it is actually, uh, it's actually two different chunks of the song that they have now streamed, kind of strung together for us in a continuous. So the thing about Folk Hogan is they have amazing intros, but they're super short. And you're like, I just want more music. And then they go straight into the lyrics, which are also awesome. But it's hard to, it was hard to pull a a, a good, long enough clip for intro music. So, But it's good. Exciting. It's good. Uh, so thank you, uh, Nick, and, and the rest of the guys there with, with Folk Hogan. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, we love it. I mean, fuck, how many podcasts have their own music? Not very many. Us. So <laughs> Just us. We're the yep. ones. We have the coolest music. Chris just side Wow, eyed. my wow. volume is loud. Is that why you side uh, Maybe you just want to turn your headset down. Are you, are you still with Deffy <laughs> Are you yelling there? at yourself? Yeah, she's still know. linked with me. Sorry. Right. Deffy? No, I'm fine. Okay, yeah, I'm no, there. you're fine volume-wise, too. You're not yelling in the mic like Jeremy does, so... When I get excited, I can fix that. Can you eat in the mic? Though? I feel like we're I all am. yelling for our awesome interview today because it was so funny. It was hilarious. Well, it was fun. We're going to talk to uh, Sam Goodwin a little bit later in the show. He is a uh, tattoo artist for uh, Black Salt Lake. Uh, <laughs> just Black Salt. <laughs> it's B L A Q U E Salt. Uh, and that is like uh, plague. Nine hundred South Main or South yeah, South Main, Main Street. Nine Nine South Main. Ninth of Main. Yeah, it's a black building, and it's right next to <laughs> a place called uh, Duffy's, which mm-hmm. I guess has amazing sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So Duffy's it's right is next good. door. Uh, so a lot of a lot of fun conversation. We talk about dicks and tattoos and laying brick. So, so stick around, kids. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. That's intriguing, isn't um, it? But uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to today, so uh, we're not going to introduce ourselves. Uh, go read our blog if you want to know who we are. I'm sure there's something about one of us on there. Is there? Is there even anything about us on that blog? I don't know. I mean, there's our one thing. Can Can you make a page that's just about each of us? Yes. I'll help there's you. Not a, no, I'm not interesting enough to have a page. Yes, I yeah, can do are. that. We can just put some pictures of things like your tattoo and a ring. Pictures a, of things. And your headset. A pony. Some yes. unicorns. They're so fucking... Me. Do you like unicorns and ponies? She's, she's, she's just fucking reading her phone now. <laughs> Put that thing down. I'll take it away from you. She's, <laughs> she's what she's doing. I is was trying to get Cassie to send me a picture of her new tattoo. Do you like unicorns and ponies? Um, I used to when I was a kid. Yeah, Good. no unicorns and ponies. So shut your mouth, Jeremy. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so last weekend, uh, Bree and I went down to St. George in Cedar City. Uh, one college visit, uh, for potential college, uh, other visit for daughter's sorority, which is still weird. Um, it was hot in St. George. So it was like in the 70s. It wasn't hot. It was 70. Compared to here. Sean's like, we get there and Sean's like, it's so freaking cold. It's freezing. I'm like, it is 70 degrees outside. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, I bet you it's within five degrees of 70. It was like 38 here. It was 68. So then that night. It's below zero in Cedar City. Oh, yeah. And we wake up, and it's like 18 degrees the next morning. I'm like, fuck. That's cold. We go back to St. George. 
that's cold. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's going to go to Dixie. We had a really cool experience while we were there with one of the professors who took her around, and they had like a little zing moment where the professor's eyes lit up and Sean's eyes lit up, and they <laughs> did, <laughs> chatted with each other, and you know, it was awesome. So now, though, we have to go someplace and get a form notarized because Sean doesn't understand that you should take your ID with you when you go places. Oh, so she left it here in Salt Lake, especially for something like that. Yeah, where they have to have your ID to verify your identity to be able to release any kind of records for you because you know she doesn't know yet she's not an adult she doesn't know how to adult yet we have told her multiple times (laughs) i finally bought her a purse though that maybe she'll carry i don't know she's because she's kind of refusing to carry a purse and so she just like carries a wallet and her keys and her phone and like everything just in her hands and so she just constantly walks around with her hands i totally get it i'm not a purse person either I don't get the whole carrying things That's around. That's podcast hands, bag. That's I know. podcast bag. And, yep. I just, and I have a. For and the record, she said it. It's her podcast bag. It's not a purse. Okay. And the only other purse I have is like a bag that I carry if I go to events or on vacation. But so. Jess, you seem like the kind of person that stores your stuff in your bra. <laughs> Are you a bra stuffer? <laughs> only like, on occasion. Like when I was in high school. You're we, a bra stuffer we, too? Yeah. Uh, well, we had this. So we had these theater, you know, director and. I think you told the story. Did I? Where With the hammer? Straight up pulled a fucking hammer out of her bar, out of her bra and like a fucking screwdriver and stuff. That's amazing. I definitely no, it's have not never amazing. put a hammer it's there. It's not amazing. It it's is. disgusting. I don't want to touch your fucking. My boobs boob aren't big hammer. enough to put anything in there. My. You butt. know what she didn't have is a bus tattoo. <laughs> Darren fucking T. There was no bus. It really tattoo is like those mandalas, man. They're freaking everywhere, and there is going to be just like I feel tons of huge regret later. It's the sweaty boob money. Well, the thing is, is like the pictures you showed me, like the of those those bus tattoos. Like you have a baby, and it's fucked. How, how do you think that, that, that having a baby would? You didn't see the pictures because it's not just your bust. It's all around your belly. It's it's not good. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll save the tattoo talk for later. So we, you know, had a nice long trip, uh, weekend trip. What'd you guys do? Are they called weekend? Mandela tattoos? Because when I look it up, it brings up like. Not Mandela. Not Nelson Mandela, Mandela tattoo. Man, what? Dala. Yeah, actually, the trend is to have Mandela tattooed below <laughs> your titties. <laughs> so I. Can par- you Google that, please? Apparently. Someone. Apparently, I don't know how to spell that. M-A-N-D-A-L-A. Okay, when I spell it, that's what comes up. Those are mandalas. But they're not underneath anybody's boobs. Well, you have to do underboob mandala. I have to be very specific. <laughs> mandala yes. underboobs. Because mandalas are like the trendy tattoo right now. They're like tribal tattoos. Yeah, like tribal yeah. tattoos of the 90s. Yes. The dudes with the big old tribal tattoos. Those are so stupid. So, Jeremy, <laughs> did you do anything fun this weekend? A uh, water heater went out. Jeremy, did you do anything Are you serious? fun this serious. weekend? When ours so, went out, it totally sucked because it went out like when I right after Sean took her shower, and then I went to get in the shower, and the water heater was off, out. Well, and the good news is though it didn't bottom out and flood anything. No, because it had been going slowly for a while. No, so so Friday, Thursday morning, I think it was. Everybody's getting up and getting ready for school and work, and Julia comes around and says, there's water everywhere. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, what do you mean there's water over there? I don't know. Something's leaking. There's water everywhere. So I go running downstairs. It's the overflow. It's not everywhere. Yes, it's leaking. And it's going into the drain into the that drain, it's which pointed is right at, next to it. which is why you have to have a drain next to the so, fucking water heater. So I called one of my contractors, and he came over and took care of it over the weekend, but 
it still sucks the week before Thanksgiving. Well, it's and it's still it's not a like even if you have a contractor that's doing it for you for for cheap, it's water heaters aren't cheap. Like oh yeah, the water heater itself was like six hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a thousand dollar deal. Yeah, like so, even yeah. So not fun, but that was my weekend. Fun, fun. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, when ours went out, I had to take my shower with Chris. Like we boiled some water in a pan. Poured boiling the, water over your head. Well, not boiling water. I'm not a moron. <laughs> and then she called it her hair. And then we added the cold water back. to it. And then Chris like helped me wash my hair. Sponge bath. Yeah, basically. Yeah, with my tongue. Tongue bath. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a kitty cat. While he was eating his non-salted peanuts. Speaking of that, did you have you guys seen that with like that tattoo? That cat brush <laughs> that's a fucking mouthpiece that's like licking. The yes, cat? that's weird. It yeah. is so fucking. Yeah. I'm like. You know, you could just brush the cat. You right? put there's a mouthpiece in your mouth like, that has like, and it's got like brush things on it. It's like you a, get a hair. You would get a hairball. No, you don't eat it. You don't fucking pull the hair off and stick it in your mouth. It's like a pacifier. Have but you the, ever what? seen how cats' hair travels? So what's the point? So you're supposed to like be closer. So you're, so you're licking your cat because so. the point is you're a fucking creepy ass motherfucker <laughs> that is wanting to lick your cat but not get hair in your mouth you i've not seen that it's i'll i'll find i'll dig it up before you leave it's <laughs> it's gross just what did you do this weekend <laughs> i didn't do anything so you sat at home mostly. and just stared at a wall mostly yeah i you did go to the farmer's market you don't watch tv yeah i watch movies did you cook anything no did definitely you, no i had you, dominoes how's the farmer's market it was delicious which the winter farmers market? Did you get yes. heroin before you went? <laughs> yes, I was like extra heroin. I need to go get some cider, please. Yeah, can, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, hey, can I get some cider? I'm gonna just run around the corner and grab some smack first, though. Um, so I went in. Um, I'm not ever seeing Brussels sprouts at any of the markets, but I needed Brussels sprouts, and it was the first table, and I was like, oh, sweet. Well, so, the, but they were super expensive. The, the so. reason you don't see Brussels sprouts is they're actually in season right now which is why i got them but they were very expensive and yeah. but that's okay because they're local and uh got some cider and got a delicious tart from bubble and brown and uh, i went home i really didn't do anything this weekend drove, but watch movies i drove a bunch i got tired oh of that's driving. not true i went to brunch and i went and saw uh, sorry, just you said driving. That reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, I did like five hundred things I this did. weekend. <laughs> I went to brunch and I went. And I didn't saw do anything. Justice League. We went uh, saw Justice we League did, this weekend yeah, too. We did see Justice League this weekend. How I was it? It was so good. It's good. I it's really good. liked it. This is Jess. I didn't do anything this weekend except go to the farmers market and brunch. Go see Justice League with some friends. Uh, went to a strip club. I went to a strip got club. another tattoo. <laughs> It was a really dull weekend. For me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but no, <laughs> those only ha- that only happens on some weekends. So this week is Thanksgiving. In two days, my prep has already started. I was telling these guys when we're done recording, I'm gonna go get my brine ready uh, for. Brine on. I think I'm gonna do a dry brine. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not. I'm too lazy this year, You're and gonna... I hope my turkey is defrosted because <laughs> it's so huge. Are you gonna brine it? At all? It's called a dry brine. Google it. No, I'm not brining my turkey this year. 
I have other plans for I'm it. Shaking my head. I have other plans for it. Okay. I'm not cool like cool. you. I don't have a smoker like you, you guys do. You, you I also have, have a to do old school. You don't need a smoker to brine the turkey. It just makes it juicy. Yeah, I don't have a bucket big enough for a twenty pound <laughs> turkey to brine a twenty pound <laughs> turkey. Bathtub. Right. I'll show you. So here's a trick to brining a turkey for those of you that don't know. You don't use a bucket first off. I know. I brined a, a turkey you before. You use a cooler, and you can go get these bags. They're, sometimes they're hard to find. Walmart's usually got them in one spot. Sometimes the grocery stores will have them, but they're like five gallon Ziploc bags. Yes. And they have a big old fucking slider thing or a, a push down thing, but they're like five gallons. You stick the whole fucking turkey in the bag, and you pour all your brine, cover the turkey, close the bag, kind of like fold it over take a fucking thing of ice and set it on top of the turkey inside of a cooler and just fucking leave it somewhere preferably not in the hot sun if you live somewhere <laughs> it's hot, just anywhere just like leave it somewhere garage is fine this time of year you know it stays pretty cold i like to carry mine around on the back of the crv <laughs> yeah. Yeah. why not let the sun warm it up i know a little i have bit. like tons and tons but of yeah, chicken so you, broth in my car yeah right you can now. brine it for <laughs> like gallons <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a case actually. Why do you have a case of chicken broth in your car? I'm making the things. <laughs> She's making I'm leaving it at that. So I'm excited. I love Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not going on my diatribe about Thanksgiving. I just love Thanksgiving, and it's going to be fun this year. So uh, there are events occurring. I assume at some point. Is that a statement or a question? Do you want me to talk about events? Is uh, that what you're saying? Yeah, without saying it like so pointedly, but since you said it, hey Jess, it's time to do events. Can you talk about events? <laughs> uh, can we not talk about Black Friday sales though? Well, that? good news for you. That's not even on my list. Thank so. fucking God. You know what my goal on Black Friday is? Not to leave. Aren't the house you gaming it. on Friday? Yeah, I might go. I might go game, but it's to not go to a store. My daughter is home, so I don't know. Maybe I'll get my kids to help me put up Christmas. Nope. They'll put or ornaments. Do you, you put it up the day after? Day yep. after Thanksgiving. It is an official household tradition. I put up so much crap. I figure it needs to go up and be up as long as it can. But then by Christmas time, like okay. it comes down the day after. So Isn't you know, you know the uh, you know the uh, average closet size in a house like this, Jeremy. Since your house, you know, is just a, a, a right. slider closet. Yeah. So we have one of those completely full of well organized totes of Christmas shit. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. <laughs> There's like fucking 14 of them or something. There's 12. There's an odd number. 12 days of Christmas. No, there's 12. Hey, at least she's leaving until the day after. Don't bitch about it. Oh, she has to. Does she take the day off just for that? I don't take the day off. I've, oh, I've never worked at a place that's but, open on the day after Thanksgiving. But I'm just saying, you have the day off. That's what you use it for. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I bring up the boxes. I put up the tree. I run away. So, for next week's podcast, we can see your tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll see. You can put the zombie on the top again. Of course, sweet. Of course. So the way my 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 Halloween slash Christmas decoration thing works to keep the zombie is, the zombie comes out at Halloween, and then when I'm putting out my fall stuff, it goes in the fall tote because all the stuff from the fall stuff is out. And then when I put my fall stuff away, I just leave it out for my Christmas stuff. And then at Christmas time, when everything's done, then I just go back down and put it in my back in my Halloween stuff. It's pretty pretty well organized. Uh. I, tr I try and keep organized. All my totes are color coded, so my Christmas totes are red and green, and my fall tote is kind of a, a 
burnt orange and Christmas light orange. It's going to be weird this year because we have the couches now. We've never had couches before. <laughs> and that room's usually just a Christmas tree, so we don't know quite how this is going to work out, but we'll figure it it's out. going to be very crowded. With some Probably. furniture. Yeah. I mean, in the past when there's furniture up there, we even actually just put it down in the storage room for the for the month, but uh, we kind of can't do that with the couches, so yeah, it's going to be weird. We'll see. But it will be the first Christmas that we had open presents sitting on couches instead of the floor if we wanted to. Yeah, that was unpleasant last year. It was fine. Yeah, fucking hard-ass floor. We had a blanket. It was fine. You did. You did too. <laughs> my knees and my plantar fasciitis were not happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> the girls the girls always Can you like, hear the ambulance the, coming? The, the girls, every time we're out doing something, they're like, oh, Chris is going to bitch about his plantar fasciitis again. <laughs> it's true, though. I feel like that... Fucking have a problem with your plantar fascia and walk around for six hours and not bitch. It's the worst. And then you sit down and you get back up and it feels like your feet yeah, are it's, broken. It's the sitting down and getting back up that really fucks you because your tendon gets all super tight down there. Oh, fucking hurts. All right, so let's do events, Jess. <laughs> I'm Sorry. You're Not good. Uh, so the 25th, uh, which is Saturday, is the Sugar House Winter Carnival. And that is um, kind of through Sugarmont Plaza and Wilmington Flats. And that goes from, I believe it goes from 10 to 4, 11 to 5-ish. They have events throughout the day. Um, they'll be bringing in Santa and Elsa. and um, Santa and Elsa? And Elsa, because it's what else rings in winter than Santa and Elsa. Um, the Midway Swiss Bell Ringers will be there. Uh, they're partnering up with Best Friend Animal Society this year. I believe they're doing an adoption event. Why don't they bring in the fucking Coldmeister? Because that's what I want. Because he comes can, with the Heatmeister. I will give you the man's email, and you can ask him specifically. Um, nothing like huge this weekend besides thanksgiving which is amazing um but small business saturday um forget black friday and on saturday go support your local businesses do you have anything to say about that because that's way better than black <laughs> friday and you told me that i couldn't talk about black friday but small business saturday is amazing and we have a lot of amazing small businesses like oleo and time do, and place. We do need some new yeah. beer oil. Amy Spice Kitchen. Amy mm. Spice Kitchen. Speaking like on of, and on. Even I'm restaurants. I'm trying to decide if I want to use her spices for my trip. I'm going to. So, um, speaking of Oleo, they are going to be opening a meditation studio across the hall from their nice. location. Mm. And Jen will be offering classes. They'll also be offering space for anybody else that wants to do um, classes. So that is a really, really cool thing that is happening for so them. Are they renting the space across the hall or do they already, are they already they have it? signed the lease? Oh, wow. It is their space. So, um, also we have a new bottling from water pocket this week. Ooh, what is uh, it? it's called snow angel and I feel that it's right up Chris's alley. It's a, uh, I think it's one of their lookers like, a. The ones that you wanted to try, I can't remember the names right now, but it has caraway in it. It has anise, green anise, fennel, coriander, peppermint, and a little bit of rose. So, hmm. and the bottling is beautiful. Very, so it's only wintry. it's only available at their location uh, in. Where is that, anyways? West the industrial part of Salt Lake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, I'll, the, we'll link the, to it. It's out but in the warehouse district. They're in West Valley, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's West Valley City. It's, so it's the it's that warehouse district off uh, north of Bangor, like 27th. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll link to that because uh, that will be, I'm not sure if that is something that will eventually be going in liquor stores, but it is available in their shop now. Um, I know that you said that I can't talk about Christmas stuff, but no, I, I said have to try do, it. I said try it. I know, it, but I happens. have to do a week ahead. No, so. no we don't. Oh, Christmas on. doesn't start until the day after Thanksgiving. Okay, but we have to talk about these events. Like Festival of Trees is the 29th through the 2nd. That That's is fine. a okay. Uh, that is a a Utah staple. We um, get our tree there at work from tree for work there every year. Do they donate one or they they buy one? They no, no, they buy, buy one every year. You go to the auction, um, and all the trees, most of the trees mean something or for someone. Um, gingerbread houses, playhouses. Usually the big teams, the jazz and. I did one one year. Um, I did a small one. But um, just a really cool event. All the money that uh, is raised by the trees that are sold goes to Primary Children's Hospital. So that's cool as well. Um, also starting the 29th is the Chris Kindle Mart up at This Is The Place. And it's just a German market. They have um, pretzels and awesome food. and Pretzels and beer, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, all you need is there's this amazing lady named Petra, and she is based out of Roy, and she's been at the Wasatch Farmer's Market. But she makes – she is from Germany, and she makes these amazing pastries. There's one there's that tastes like a sugar cookie with pudding in it. You ever seen the movie Beer Fest? No. That grandma? I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. Why are you shaking your head at me? Like I should know. I'm shaking it at him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? I've seen Beer Fest. It's all right. It's the German grandma <laughs> who was the whore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> who had the secret recipe for drinking? I don't. It's the boot. It's how you, it's how yeah, you it's drink, how to drink the boot. Out of the boot. Yeah. So go early to this festival the because big gulp at the end. it's right. it's packed. Like I couldn't even stand. I was probably standing in line for thirty minutes before I decided to leave it. So you get a pretzel. So go like Wednesday, go Thursday, but plan on Friday and Saturday to just be packed. And it goes from 11 to 8. Again, it's up at This Is The Place. So up by the soup. Oh, so they probably don't have beer. Um, I don't remember. Probably Last not. year. If you want beer there and was pretzel, a dead guy. That's all I remember. Pretty good beer and pretzel. So delightful. Um, a couple months ago, I talked about Chocolate Conspiracy doing a chocolate and cheese pairing with Heber Valley Cheese. Well, they're doing it again. Uh, yeah, it's super cool. It's on the 30th and it's $30. Uh, you can get those tickets through the City Weekly store and it's just right next to Ruby Snaps. So you can get cookies first and then go have chocolate and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome. So you, there's pairing um, five different cheeses, five different chocolates. Um, it's perfect right before the holidays because then you can learn how to do it for your party. So um, I'm in a, uh, what you doing on the second, Chris? I have an event. We should go hang out. It's a Saturday. Yep. Uh, Park City Live, Bone Thugs and Harmony. You and me, buddy. Tell me what you're going to do. Uh, anyway, so that cross, was... <laughs> that's a great, a great tune. So anyways, that's just... It's, it's just funny. Anyways, um, if you're up north in Logan, they are doing... Instead of a parade of homes, they're doing a parade of gingerbread homes. Aww. Yeah, totally cool. It starts on the second. Are they life size? (laughs) That would be so much work. Nobody has an oven that big. That's a lot of piecing together, actually. Um, So it's the second to the 22nd, and you can look... uh, 
you can log on to Logan. Holy cow, say that three times super fast. Um, LoganDowntown.org, and it, they'll give you the maps, and then they'll also give you ballots so you can vote. You just Is go all around town. No, it's, yeah, you go around the oh. town and. It's pray to homes, pray to gingerbread homes. Sweet. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. don't, if you don't, <laughs> don't want to go, <laughs> <laughs> just keep talking. It's cool. Tell me what you gonna do? Um, if you don't want to go all the way to Logan, Bountiful is doing a gingerbread um, presentation <laughs> on the second at the Davis Art Center. Um, not a whole month, but just one day. So that's is that that's like the start to Christmas, and it's after Thanksgiving. So there you go. That's all the Christmas talk we have for today. <laughs> <laughs> On to penises. Wait, what? Whoa, Jesus. not yet. You just jumped dick real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us need to. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to say to that. I just let that go. Let that hang out there. <laughs> let that hang out in the breeze. Wow. Gosh. Uh, I want to. There's a few stories that are out there. Uh, so it's Utah. Um, one of the things that happens on Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> so it's Utah. <laughs> um, usually, a ski resort's open. However. It's going to be 60 degrees this week. <laughs> well, it was like fucking 50 today. Uh, we had snow, apparently, when I was in Cedar City. I think this happened last year, though, that it was really warm. So, and then all of a sudden, it was like. I, came, I came back, and there was snow in my front yard. Last Thursday, I was up in Park City for work, and it was snowing on us. Friday, I think they got really hit hard. The, the problem is, is if it melts after it, it hits. So Brighton is opening. Not um, if, but when. Uh, so Brighton actually opened today, uh, at least in theory. I think they did uh, this morning. They only have 10 to 20 inches of base, which I know seems like a lot. No, it doesn't. Right, 10 to 20 inches. If you're not familiar with ski resorts and snow levels, what we're talking about in prime ski season for base is like 108. Yeah, 100 to 200 inches of base because you're, you're t- 10 to 20 inches of base isn't even covering up some of the rocks on the runs, some of the no bushes and shrubbery. Um, shrubbery. Shrubbery, which is not part of horticulture. Oh, I still want to know No, about I have an answer for you. <gasps> and he did, yes, he did. He oh, has yeah. an answer for you. What is it? What is the answer? I don't remember. I have to listen to well, it. Well, how do you fucking say that and then just leave us fucking hanging? <laughs> leave us like, hanging. I was willing to toss the fucking ski resort story out the window. I listened. It was like days ago that I listened. Leave us dangling. Yeah, I do that. I'm just going to hang out. <laughs> hey, but so like is Brighton and Park City like Snowbird that they're up there because snowbird has invested in a lot of snowmaking machinery all of them do all, all of right. them do um park city has had tons uh so also brian head uh down in cedar city um they were supposed to open this week i don't think they're going to be able to but they've been pumping out fake snow it's just been too warm it's just not um, cold enough to maintain i call it fake snow because technically it's still real snow it's not real snow it doesn't come from the sky it comes from a fucking water it's can. an ice machine yeah it's, it's like a big snoopy snow cone machine <laughs> yeah pretty yeah, much, pretty much. They, get their snoopy, they get their snoopy <laughs> snow cone machines it takes a lot of energy to produce snow that way uh, and a lot of water. I need the heavens to produce some energy. Well, that's just it. Like, this is, if you don't fucking believe in global warming, you're a jackass, because this is a clear sign of it. I feel like uh, that to be the name of the episode. If you you know, jackass. <laughs> We've said that a lot this episode. <laughs> we will be saying that a lot this episode. I'm, I'm afraid I to know. put that in, though. Are that's you? not a good show title for iTunes. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. You then. could put donkey 
Jack donkey. Don- no. Don't just donkey. A jackass and a Stop donkey. Stop forcing it. Thing. Stop forcing it. It's just it'll, don't. It'll happen. Yeah, don't don't force it. <laughs> well, since there's no snow, there are some activities that you can do when there's no snow. Yeah, yeah. So there's some cool stuff. Utah, I mean, we talk about Utah. We talk about the snow. We talk about hiking. But in the winter, that's not, even at 50 degrees, if it has snowed, the mountains are colder. It's just probably not the best thing to do. But Utah's got some really cool shit. A lot of other fun activities going on. Um, and so, I have to break it to you, but hiking is one of the things on this list. Is it really? Yes. So it the, is. the new Hale Center Theater opened. It did. It opened the last weekend, and I didn't write down that story. Right. But so other things you can do. So, <laughs> are you disappointed that hiking? <laughs> it is, I I didn't get down. So hiking is number six, and it can go take a hike. Um, <gasps> hiking up the canyons thing. in November is not fun. It's wet. It's muddy and it's cold as fuck. It's super cold because and you're it's lucky if there's up no there snow. Than in the valley. And you're lucky if there's no snow. So you can only hike a certain time, but like once we get well, into you like probably be really careful because you never know when this. Well, once we get how how does a six winter activities you can do without snow? So you I guess because it's without snow, so you can hike without snow. That's true. You can go cold weather hiking. It does say in the lower valley regions. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, when you on, get up into the on upper... On the bench. <laughs> yeah, when is you that get up, really hiking then? It is. No, there's still hiking trails in the a, lower a portions. It's steep walk. In, in the foothills. <laughs> of the, well, hiking doesn't mean climbing a mountain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, so you, you can go to a museum. But I feel like you need to like have to grab on to things every once in a while if you're going to actually hike. What kind of hiking do you we do? We have cool museums. <laughs> kind of a hi- yeah, no shit. You got to grab on to stuff. <laughs> Most hikes, you don't need to grab onto something. I said every once in a while. Like, you have to, like, grab a branch or grab a rock or something every once in a while. When you're coming down. Maybe. We'll see. We'll Take see. you up, angels, maybe. <laughs> no, we have cool museums. So, we have the Natural History Museum. Uh, we have uh, uh, the Leonardo, uh, which is a, a... I worked by that. Yeah, the Museum of Natural Curiosity. Yeah, at, the, at Thanksgiving the and the, the Museum of Ancient Life. You don't know about it? It's awesome. No, and it? you can also go to Living Planet Don't Aquarium. say it's awesome and not tell me I've what it is. I've never been there. I'm not a kid. So this is all know. like discovery stuff for well, kids. And we also have things like, so we have Clark Planetarium, which is really cool. There's lots of stuff yeah, you can do there. Not on this um, list? The Loveland Living Planet Aquarium is fucking huge, and we've talked about it before, uh, but it, what a, we have snow leopards here. We have sloths right now. Yeah, that's what that's the dis- cool. That's what is visiting sloth. In in our, I'm a sloth. In our our <laughs> in our aquarium, you can also go to the zoo. Yeah, it's open year round. People and, forget and, uh, that sometimes. And it's actually it's actually a lot less busy in the winter. Although this time of year they're going to do their the lights. They do the lights and then they do the zoo and brew thing this time of year too, don't they? Don't they do it twice no, a year? No, they only do it in the summer. Oh, zoo brew. Uh, you can also go see a show. So yeah, Hell Center. Uh, we have the Capitol Theater. We have the Eccles Theater. Pioneer uh, Deserts. We have all the Off Broadways. Yeah, we've got, got a Bravino yeah. Hall. We have a lot of local, little local theater companies. Not just the Desert Star Playhouse, which is Off Broadway Theater. Off, yep. Desert Star Playhouse is a lot of fun. I, it, it's super Mormon e in context, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I enjoy it every time I go there. Uh, and there's a ton of Off Broadway stuff. Lots of stuff uh, Off Broadway. 
Um, lots of little theaters downtown too that you wouldn't recognize as a theater. So because it is such a huge deal, um, the new health center theater, it's unreal what they have put into this. The whole floor opens up. Um, like their lighting rigs are unreal what they have put into this. And the cool thing about it is it's a Broadway style theater. And you're paying eighteen to thirty dollars for a ticket. Like it's amazing. So other and their um, lineup for the next year has already been announced. I believe they're doing Aida right now. Christmas time comes around, and they do um, Christmas Carol every year. So you can go. The ballet is always doing stuff as well. The um, Nutcracker. Yep, cracking some nuts. Um, <laughs> if you've never been to a ballet, they're they're pretty they're pretty amazing. Um, you can go see Temple Square. Uh, yes, so they are tour- they're dur- turning on the lights. I can't even speak. Oh, Turn- can I tell you? Okay. <laughs> we were in Cedar City. And apparently the Cedar City Temple is in the middle of their open house period. Yes. Oh, my God. So many fucking weird-ass Mormons down there. Like, coming out of the woodwork like cockroaches in our <laughs> hotel. Like, we didn't say it. First off, the really nice hotels were completely we full. We couldn't get to the Marriott. Or, like, really ridiculously overpriced. Like, some of them were, like, $140 a night. Fucking Cedar City. Because of all the goddamn Mormons down there for the fucking Stupid temple. fuckers. So, we're staying. <laughs> the hotel we stayed in is not It's not terrible. Uh, it's we a actually lot stayed at a Super 8, but they're owned by Wyndham. Yeah, Wyndham's oh. bought them now, and they're and min- so Wyndham's it was actually nice. pretty well, decent. Yeah, they're they're making a lot of, of other than your improvements. shower apparently. Yeah, that's weird. But anyway, <laughs> some guy comes in. So I get off the ele- <laughs> I get on the elevator to go downstairs for breakfast, and second floor opens up. This couple gets in. This dude looks like he's fucking eighty and skeletory, uh, in a suit that's way too big for him. That looks like he probably had it when he was 30 and like, he's just lost all the weight because he's decrepit and dying. (laughs) And presumably his wife, uh, the way they were interacting made me think it was his wife looked 30 years younger than him. Don't say a word when they get on right before the uh, elevator opens up on the first floor. Turns me. How are you today? Like, did you fucking ask me that when you saw me? You waited until you're getting off and walking away from me to ask me that <laughs> weird ass question in that kind of a no tone. No small talk. That's just <laughs> insane. She just get right to it. So, and then, like, some dude had no idea how to get coffee out of the coffee pot. Like, you know, the air pots where I you bet push you down he, the thing. Yeah, I bet you he came down without his wife and he was he was sampling coffee. They were, it was funny. They were. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is my only chance. <laughs> They were they were <laughs> looking at he was looking at the actual coffee maker because it's downstairs in the lobby and it's one of those big ones that pours right into an air pot uh, and it's got the hot water nozzle and he's like touching it and moving stuff around and the lady behind the desk like rushes out to like stop him from fucking something up or turning it on <laughs> and making a huge mess I'm like are you looking for the coffee you just have to press this thing down right here see like <laughs> 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 had no idea how to use it so anyway so then we were leaving we we're checking out. Full on total missionary talk to this poor Indian lady, clearly a Hindu, uh, and and <laughs> talking about temples, straight up talking about temples, giving them the Mormon talk and the the pamphlet, and I'm like, oh my god, really? Can't you just fucking leave people alone? You should have gone and grabbed her and been like, no, she's with us. <laughs> you do realize she doesn't believe in just one God, right? Like you believe you you realize she worships many. Her she gods probably have has lots an of arms. Yeah, one of them. I tried to talk Cassie. I told Cassie she and her friend should go just look, just to look, because it's because they're cool. 
Like they're architecturally they cool. Yeah. The, the 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 paintings are cool. You get to cool. go in and see the the non idolized the white Jesus, the non idled baptismal font, the baptismal font that's, that's on the back of the of golden idols. calf. Literally, like <laughs> I don't get that. Can it's you weird. explain that to me, Jeremy? The Twelve tribes of Israel. Well, I know, so but each calf represents. The but why tribes. a golden calf when that's what? But the people got were the money, honey. They're, they're but that's what the actually. But that's what the Can people were, the were worshiping. Are and they the real gold or are they pissed. Yeah, they're real. They're real gold. Oh, they're Can you real. steal them? Can you like hack a piece no. off? They're like the size of a real. Cow. They're the, yeah, they're yeah, huge. They're like huge. Life size. <laughs> so, but like, could you take like a chisel and like? If you cut gold off, it's usually you behind glass like you can't get to where it's actually you can only look down unless it. you're a card carrying member and then you get to take dead well t- no you don't know you, you can't go behind the, the scenes tour you can't go like th- yeah, there's like go under. places that are like there's like stairs that go up to it but then there's glass around it yeah sorry so the whole temple thing's just fucking weird to me anyway not just from a mormon perspective but in general like so they turn the lights on the day after thanksgiving so yeah. if yeah, you so want to go up that at night then that is happening the lights have been on at little america now for like a month and a half just, just so nope. you know more reason to never go to little america fucking assholes they're really pretty because they only use white nope. lights they're not pretty they are too you can they're go to bullshit. a grizzlies game that's kind of snow. There's college basketball that's going on. Um, there's the Jazz, of course. Hey, SUU on. won their division championship while we were down there. It's true. Football's it's true. about done, but there's Football's still a few more. Fo- there's but college one, basketball There's one starting, more, probably. So. It doesn't look good for us to make a bowl game. So, um, And then apparently you can stroll Park City, but you could stroll Salt Lake or anywhere. Um, that's a really stupid suggestion. So, <laughs> Thanks, Ryder. These are all first this. date. First dates for uh, KSL.com, for sure. <laughs> for Tinder, Mormon Tinder. <laughs> uh, hey, wait a minute. Speaking of sports, uh, Salt Lake's getting a women's national league team. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so this was announced. This was this happened really over three days, Yep. Uh, start to finish. So the, the National Women's Soccer League, um, it's kind of a budding, starting professional soccer league for women. Thus the name. I don't know why I explained that, but it's it's real young. Uh, it's struggling, um, and there was a team in Kansas City that was not doing well there. And Deloy Hansen said, "I'll buy it." And so, I mean, really, that. the whole deal the whole deal occurred over the course of about three days. So there hadn't been a whole lot of detail. But Deloy Hansen has is very. If you don't get the idea that he's committed to soccer in this community, you're fucking mental because he's built a multi-million dollar training facility. The best in major league soccer is here. It's in Harriman and it's open and in use and they're still building out some of it, but it's pretty much done. Breaking news. David Cassidy died. Uh. <laughs> Jess's mic is now off. <laughs> Interrupts my soccer to talk about David Cassidy. Oh my gosh! I she straight turned up turned your mic, mic off. <laughs> Don't. Sh- <laughs> I waited until you were done. <laughs> so uh, Deloy Hansen. Well, and then there's the school. There's the school that, that yeah, they did. the academy. That's what I just said. The academy. Well, I know, but I mean, is part of the academy. The school is the academy. You have to have the school to run an academy. 
because you can't just make kids play soccer in the U.S. We have child labor laws. <laughs> this actually, that's a real thing, and that's a real reason why the U.S. has some issues with youth development. Is in some countries like Spain, you can just fucking have kids play soccer at six years old, and not really have real educations, and you can transfer them at the age of twelve for a million dollars to Manchester United because you don't have weird child labor laws in some of those countries. I wouldn't say that they're weird. <laughs> no, they're they're there for a reason. I'm not saying they're not, but they, they do create some, you know, prohibitive stuff. Like you can't put a kid under contract. So you can't Which is a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Because a lot of times kids are under the influence of their parents and I don't It's true, but a kid can't accept a four million dollar contract to Real Salt Lake at the age of sixteen. That's the problem. It is internationally they can then rsl spends all this money to develop them they're promising they go to u16 world cup and some team over in spain goes uh i want to give you 12 million dollars come live in spain we're going to give you guys 12 million dollars you're going to train with real madrid uh does that happen that often it does happen it's not 12 million but it's hundreds right. of thousands but does it happen that often and it's real yeah a lot. i'm sorry but for oh, Leah. it happens a lot Dog farts. Yeah, that's disgusting. No, it happens all the time. It happens all the time in the international soccer community, and that's that's the thing. You, the U.S. cannot do that. They can't find a guy in Spain that's 16 and go come to the U.S. and play soccer for us because our our labor laws prevent a lot of that sort of thing from happening. So, um, anyway, so he's committed there. So he's bringing this team in. We've got a, a USL team, which is the the Real Monarchs, who uh, had the best record in the regular season. So. There is a lot of money being funneled into soccer here in the United, in Utah. Compare that to say the Jazz. What have, what have the Millers done in that regard with the Jazz? They've proven they're not going to spend big bucks on a lot of players. Deloy Hansen has spent some big bucks on some players. He's not spent you know Toronto FC money, but we don't have a sixty thousand seat stadium that fills up every game. You know they they do over in those areas. So anyway. Just glad you brought it up because I forgot about it. So we're going to have a pro women's team here. Deloy Hansen, I believe he's got three U.S. women's national team players already under contract awesome. for the team. That's that's the number I heard earlier today, actually. So uh, we'll have some more details. It's a short season. It's like three or four months for him. Uh, so, but it's uh, you see a lot of U.S. women's Why national team players. Why will they play at the Real They'll play at Rio Tinto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said they'll play at Rio Tinto. So they're Division One team, essentially. So... Um, they'll play there and we'll see that they're hoping to get a draw of about 10 to 12,000 people a game. And that's why they want to play there. I think if they don't get that, they may have them play out at the, the new facilities in Harriman when they're done, like the Monarchs will. So, uh, okay. Um, can we talk Turkey? <laughs> Let's talk Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Thanksgiving. David and- Cassidy still died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about David. <laughs> he was a teen okay. heartthrob. Hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Did uh, uh, Roy Moore die yet? No. Uh, Marilyn Manson. No, he didn't die. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson did not die. Charles no, but Manson Twitter, died. Twitter thought that Marilyn Manson. Yeah. No, died. what? No. Yeah, all of these people. Oh, Twitter yeah. didn't think Marilyn. Stupid Manson people died. on Twitter. Fucking idiot kids thought Marilyn yes. Manson died. Kids who don't know who the hell yes. that Are you is. Serious? Yeah. Yes, that's very true. But they were tagging as Charles. But Charles Manson, Manson did so die. Like Charles Manson finally he was a family man. And so let me ask you this about. Let me <laughs> oh ask my God. you. Let me ask you this about David Cassidy since you brought him up. Since it's breaking news. 
Did he do anything after the Partridge family? Yeah, he toured and sang songs and made albums. That was funny because your voice stayed unpitched for the first couple of words of that sentence. Does anyone he under the age women's hearts? It doesn't does matter. Does anyone under the age of thirty know who he is? Probably. Anyone under the age of forty? Yeah, I'm under the age of forty. Other than you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I get to be the exception. No, he's. Uh, he's. Everyone knows the Partridge family. No, they don't. I, I guarantee should. if you go ask our daughters. I mean, I've, I've heard uh, of David Cassidy, but I've never Partridge watched family. The Partridge Family. If you go ask our daughters who I is the Partridge I Family, they'll go, who? Just watch it. <laughs> I've seen it. I know who the Partridge Family is. Shirley Jones. He was relevant for about three years for that show. and then Listen, he's important into... to some people, okay? Just sure. because it's not important They're to you. Sure. Important enough listen, to interrupt my bone, soccer talk. Bone, bone thugs in harmony. Bone, 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 bone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk turkeys. I'll tell him what you gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking turn the song back on. <laughs> it's a great song. The fucking it's, beginning it's like is a, just so bad, though. It's like a. It's just a, like an homage to the '90s. Uh yeah. <laughs> Okay, so down in San Pete County, um, did you guys know, I, I actually didn't realize this, but did you know that Utah is, is basically the U.S.'s turkey producer? Yes. So I didn't know that. Five million turkeys a year. Five million turkeys yes. a year out of, out of Utah, out of this farm, uh, and they supply turkeys to Norbest primarily. Uh, so anyway, there's this farm down in San Pete County uh, in Moroni. Fucking named after a moron. I heard that Norbest just took their contract away from them like before this happened. So, but I'm uh, not sure if that's, that's true or not. I don't think that's true. Uh, and if they did, they'll just go elsewhere. So, anyway, it's a big turkey farm. <laughs> yes, they will. Uh, <laughs> some, I, I mean, the turkey farm will just sell their turkeys to someone else. It'll be Tyson <laughs> or something. Uh, anyway, so some activists got into the turkey farm, probably were workers in the turkey farm, and filmed video for about nine months, right? They had to earn a dollar. Lo- Two dollars. What? Jeez, it's mind. like a dollar an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Gosh. You got to get it right. That's the problem. I know. Sorry. Like, they had to earn a dollar. They snuck in, which also brings up its own they, trespassing, sneak into the farm. Well, did they sneak in? Because they had I don't like think they did. I think they were like undercover. I like think they had someone go in and work for the farm. Yeah. That's right here. They snuck in without permission. Uh, they probably filmed without permission. They probably did have people sneak in, but nine months of film suggests that they did more than just sneak in. Anyway, so they found some atrocious conditions, dead turkeys, diseased turkeys, turkeys with broken legs. You better eat all of those. Let me be clear. Have you ever been to a turkey farm? Have you ever no, been to a poultry to farm? No, and I don't want to. Have you ever been to a beef farm? Do you nope. know that if they put their heads up in the sky and it's raining, they'll drown? They're dumb birds. <laughs> is um, that real? Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes, it is, because it'll get it's in their little facts. fucking stupid nostrils and they can't get it out and they fucking die. They drown. They drown. Yeah. Why don't they just put their heads down? Because it looks cool when it rains, I guess, when you're a turkey. It's like going to warp speed when you look right up at so They got to be in a tarped off area. No, I'm just kidding. So anyway, so yes, the video sucks. It's disturbing. I, I don't appreciate that kind of stuff. But And regardless of how they got the video, it exists. But Jeremy and I were talking, and if you've ever been to a farm like this. They can be sick birds. It's normal. Jeremy's birds die. Yeah. Jeremy's birds die, and Jeremy they at random. They died, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fluffy Pants died. How'd you find out Mr. Fluffy Pants died? Went out, and he was just all laying there. The kids were like, 
the dead bird. Yeah, and you have what, like twelve chickens? Mm-hmm. So uh, it happens. So if you've got five million, yeah. yeah there, so so imagine you have like you know two million in a area. There's gonna be dead ones. Yeah, and it's, it's not just turkeys are just eat them. Well, and here's the thing: like turkeys aren't even like chickens. Like chickens, like an egg farm. It's fucking like three or four chickens in a little cage that just shit out eggs all day. Uh, well, once a they day, don't probably. shit them. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? That's, they that's, like them. They just they fall out. All right, uh, <laughs> like a clown car. I watched an ostrich lay an egg. It does not look like a pleasant experience. Like <laughs> um, toilet babies. Yeah. <laughs> what did she just say? <laughs> Don't repeat it. Toilet babies. Turkey toilet babies. <laughs> <laughs> that episode. Look, you were just waiting for it. You guys it's were like... trying to force jackass. I think turkey toilet babies <laughs> might be the... Uh, I don't get how jackass I is won. bad, but turkey toilet babies isn't. Because there's no ass in the title. Like, we haven't put other things in there, like... I'd never put something like cum dumpster in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. Randomly. Anyway, back to turkeys. So, anyway, so they, they die. If you have that many turkeys, it's hard to spot them. And they say something like, well, when we walk, they all scatter. Well, yeah, that's how you do it. But you don't have someone fucking constantly walking through five million turkeys, finding the dead ones and pulling them out. They do it. They find them, but... It's going to happen with that kind of volume. So uh, I just say this. I, I think it's deplorable and it sucks. I've seen documentaries about this kind of stuff. It fucking happens everywhere. If you don't like it, don't eat turkey. Or Don't even think about it. If you don't like it, don't eat chicken. They're raised the same way. Don't eat beef because cattle farms, beef farms are fucking horrendous. Don't drink milk because dairy farms are very similar in terms of the conditions. Or eat butter. Yeah. Any kind of dairy product. Cheese. Doesn't matter. Yogurt. Um, if you sincerely have a problem with it, I don't think what was going on here doesn't seem like it was super over the top from, from everything that I've read compared to other similar industries. You have to remember, we are raising these turkeys for food. They are a product. They are not a pet. Yes, they are a living being, but if you have a problem with that, be a vegan. Seriously. Because or start your own turkey farm. Yeah, or or if you have a problem with that and you, you want to make sure they're humane and you want to know the name of the farmer, then talk to a local, organic, free-range type of farmer or rancher and find out where your food comes from. If you want a chicken or a turkey that's not mistreated, get a hunting license. Go hunt a wild turkey. Or go to a farm that has free-range, cage-free turkeys where they get to roam around and eat grass and bird seed and die to fucking raindrops hitting them in the face. <laughs> uh, there are ways around it, but you as a consumer have to make that decision with your dollar. And until you, enough people do, this will continue to be what happens. And you can just turn a blind eye if you don't care because they're food and that's what you do. But that's exactly what it is. They're a product. They're not a pet. They don't give them names. Fuck, I don't even think they give them numbers, probably, with that many turkeys. They just fucking kill them when they're ready. Seems very inhumane for me to talk like this, but... Turn it. Don't ruin it for everybody else, because there are people that are still going to eat it. Like, sorry. Here's the thing. Those that know that it's bad, they know that it's bad. Like, that's why they're vegan or vegetarian. But for the rest of us that... 
Well, I think it's important to know where your food comes from. Don't turn a blind eye and be like, well, it doesn't actually happen because I don't think about it. But it does. Under- but we know that it but, does. Yeah, but understand when you go buy a Norbest turkey or you go buy fucking Tyson chicken, that's what you're getting. Unless you have something that says free range. And I don't even and know. Even then, you I don't have even to know how strict. Careful. I don't even know how strict that labeling is from from the FDA. But you can't be mad about spending eight dollars and fifty cents a pound for yeah. a turkey. No, you can't. And and you have to be willing to go to the farmers market and pay a local rancher who has raised cows in a in a more open grazing type of Llamas. pasture, or eat llama meat. Um, <laughs> they sell llama meat. Yes, at the farm, so, same people at the yeah, farmers so, market. That's where you can get your meat, and you can pay a shit ton more to to know where it comes from. But if you want to buy a ninety nine cent a pound turkey at fucking Smith's, this is what you're gonna get. Uh, and just 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 know that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> what? She's just pointing at herself. Because <laughs> oh, that's what she did. Yes. Um, let me ask you: Did you get any turkey turkey toilet babies with that turkey? <laughs> I haven't opened it up yet. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you can see if those giblets contain any turkey babies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With us today we have Sam Goodwin, who is a uh, local tattoo artist at Black Salt. Not Black Salt Lake City. Not I, Black Salt Lake City. I didn't add the city. I just said Black Salt Lake. Uh, how are you, Sam? Not too shabby, you? Um, it's two days before Thanksgiving. Uh, it's my favorite holiday, so. Pretty freaking awesome. Pretty awesome. Starting prep work for, for my awesome Thanksgiving dinner I make, so. Uh, definitely, yeah, uh, definitely excited. Um, how long you been a tattoo artist, Sam? Oh, about five years now. Are you any good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's just I, I try. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, I don't even know where to start. Um, we should start at the beginning. Okay, <laughs> so how were you conceived? Maybe not quite. There that was a man back. and a woman. <laughs> On a rainy there night. might have been some alcohol. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Do you know that man and woman? Eh, somewhat. Okay, so it's a good start. <laughs> you got parents. So, did you grow up here in in the Salt Lake area in Utah, or did you migrate here? Uh, we we yeah, my mother moved around like every two years. She didn't like to sit in one place. So we we lived in quite a few different areas uh, of Utah, Texas, Washington State, you know, a little bit everywhere. Is she still here? She uh, actually just moved here about a year ago from Washington. So yes, she is still here. (laughs) (laughs) What made you decide to uh, start doing tattoos? I've always been into art and doing art artistic things um it suits me fiddles my fiddle (laughs) are you a fan of the fiddler's elbow (laughs) sure sure (laughs) i like the fiddler's elbow they have good sandwiches so when did you i mean you've been doing it for about five years like where was the jump from just drawing and and being artistic to uh stabbing people repeatedly uh, (laughs) inducing pain and dropping ink into it well, honestly, it, almost every tattoo artist that does a little bit of at home poking somebody. I, <laughs> I, I poked a few people when I was like 14 and 15. They all turned out terrible. <laughs> are, are those all covered up now? Do they been like, hey? It's possible. <laughs> 
you tend not to talk to people after that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man. Or maybe it's like a, you know, a shield of pride. Though. It's my first. Your first. My first. Your first poke. Yes. Your first poke. <laughs> Most people remember their first poke. So my daughter has a tattoo on her hand. Not the uh, not the oldest, by the way. Oh, your youngest got one now? Yeah. Friend, a homemade tattoo. A friend, oh. friend tattoo in high school. And is it delightful? Nice. <laughs> it's just a little moon. It just looks like she drew on pen on herself. It looks like, like a shitty smiley face. It's about, <laughs> it's it's like, about this big. Yeah, it's tiny. And and for a long time. It doesn't look like a smiley face. It looks like a moon. For like, it, it looks like a fucking smiley face. <laughs> the ink is like seeped in. And she's like, for the longest time, I, I don't know. I think she did actually redraw it over top of it for the longest time because it was clearly like fresh ink all the time. Uh, but. Uh, we we kind of busted her out, rebusted her out this last weekend when we were on our trip, and she's like, "Oh, so this is new?" No, it's been on her hand for like it's been a year, and year, a half, yeah, or something. Two. I just always saw that she just was redrawing it over and over and again. Because she all draws sudden, on herself all the time. Like one day, it just it just like at dinner, I went, "That's a tattoo." Like, why would she? How'd she get it there exactly every time? Yeah, she's like, "That's a tattoo on your hand, isn't it?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so how many of those shitty tattoos have you done? I've done I've I've done my share. <laughs> so how did with the needle and I've got a terrible one on myself I did when I was like fourteen. <laughs> I mean that's how prison tats are, are born, basically. Yeah. Right? You just take a needle and you stab yourself and you drop ink into it, more or less. It's probably more sophisticated than that, but not much. There's a great documentary about it. I feel that you should watch. About prison tats? Yes, Called and Russian what? tattoos. What is I saw that we talked about one. it. Uh, I don't know the name of it, but it's that is a good awesome documentary. Though. I saw yeah. that Russian one. And then I saw that one where there's the guy that, like, when people die, they, he takes their tattoos, so he cuts their skin off with their tattoos. And... I sent, I'm sent. i pretty sure I sent that to you. Did you? Fucking, yeah. It's fucking gross. The Japanese do a bit of that with the Yakuza guys. Really? Yeah, the full, because they'll be tattooed head to toe. Yeah, they they'll take their full skin and tan it. That's yeah. amazing. But they do. <laughs> it's art. rad. But the thing is, the Yakuza, <laughs> the Yakuza guys are getting good tattoos. They're not getting like shitty prison tats. Some of them look okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the ones that spend a lot of time in prison probably have a lot of prison tats. <laughs> there's there's actually some quality uh, prison tats too. Is that how you got into tattooing? I mean, was it prison? <laughs> was it a Stanton County? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> so no jail time. That's good to know. Uh, no, no tattoo jail time, anyways. <laughs> so what did you do for a living before the tattoo? If you've only been doing it for five years, what were you doing before that? I mean, what what made you wake up and think, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm gonna tattoo. Yeah, not to be disrespectful, but you're not a spring chicken. <laughs> you're not 19 year old guy you're not 24 i mean correct um could be. i was a stonemason for about 10 years and i was also a, a head cook of a kitchen for about 10 years that's cool stonemason and cook turned tattoo artist yes sir that's uh those are two like the three completely different skill sets well i started out in tattooing when i was younger and my mom was like no, son, you need to get a... A, a real a, job? Yeah, that, pretty much that. <laughs> Stop sticking your little brother with needles. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mom, you do it every day. <laughs> I'm curious about the stonemasonry. Like, 
just on a construction crew or, you know, were you doing custom like crazy masonry jobs? Like what, what kind of work were you doing or? We did all sorts of things from million dollar homes to a lot of Alta Ski Resorts uh, granite work. Wow. That's a... He's legit. Well, he was. How long ago was that? Because that was that was ten years, ten years or fifteen years of stonemasonry. That was ten years. How long ago was that? Uh, ten years ago. Ten years ago. And then, but it's like riding a bike. Oh it, yeah, it's not a skill. That's not a skill that changes that much from from time to time. I uh, it hasn't changed in over a couple hundred years. So no, <laughs> <laughs> not since castles were put up, right? Right, pretty much. <laughs> so from there to cooking, or cooking first? Cooking first. Then I got I started a apprenticeship for tattooing. I got a DUI. I was like, "Hey mom, pay for this." And she said, "Hell no, get a job." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's uh that's good. And then I started a, a apprenticing as a stonemason. That was 3 years of terror. And um I don't know how the hell I made it through it. There was there was days of actual little of crying. <laughs> <laughs> you would think to yourself, hard, huh? how did I get to this point in life? <laughs> was it like actual work or was it like hazing all the time that was <laughs> Oh, it's it's massive work. It's, you know, a pile of say 20 tons of stone and you're told you're going to move that around the job probably about 2 to 3 times before it gets put into its place. Wow. And you're moving 400 pound batches of mud. They just want to see Every how many 10, times you can minutes. move it around. Yeah, you've, you've, well, then, that's that's Utah, you've got oh two months out of the year where the weather is nice for that kind of a job. Yeah, the rest yeah, of the time much. it's either blistering hot or cold or raining or snowing or yeah. And if you're doing the masonry, you're probably on the outside most of the time. Uh, it's 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 or weird. Summer balls. It seems like in the summer you're on the inside doing <laughs> doing fireplaces, and then and then when it's you know. Freezing cold, you're outside in the snow. <laughs> like, we got four feet of snow. Can you uh, lay new pavers coming up to the staircase? It's 400 stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In Park City. And they're icy. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to break the ice off each day. Have you ever seen that show... Uh, uh, deadliest catch where they're smashing ice off the side of the ship. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be doing that, but on the staircase before you lay brick. And don't break anything. Don't break anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These bricks are a uh, hundred dollars a piece, so be careful. Like one one of the guys I worked with actually shattered a ten thousand dollar mahogany oh. door. Oh, oh my god. Oh Jesus! It, things get broken pretty easily when you're swinging big, big yeah. hammers and throwing rocks around. <laughs> That's why you have insurance. That's why the pretty company much. has insurance. <laughs> so I can see why you'd want to walk away from that. I actually probably would still be doing it if it wasn't for the 2008 crash. I made really good money. I had my own crew. I didn't. If I didn't want to work, I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. It, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. Take the job you want, and then. But yeah. So, so two thousand eight crash happened, um, and and what did you do when you stopped the stonemasonry stuff? I just went to cooking, and I actually I I went from twenty five dollars an hour to nine dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. Where did where hit. like a restaurant? Yeah. Fancy restaurant, nice restaurant, nah, mediocre restaurant. Hole in the wall. A hole in the wall. Mm. Just a just a griddle cook, just a like a short order cook type thing. Or? Yeah, it's Japanese food, but it's a hole in the wall. Yeah, same same idea. Yeah, maybe a little. That means more it was style. probably really delicious. A lot, a lot more intent. 
Could it, be. It's it's not the, quite the same as a griddle cook. There's yeah. like every process has ten different things you have to do, and if you don't do it just right, you fouled it up. Yeah, we make it taste like shit because you forgot the tapico on top of a <laughs> fucking octopus that was still moving. Ooh, yeah, not in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> no live octopus in, in Utah. No, no, it's always boiled. Yeah, it's gross. I love octopus, but not uh, not live boiled. octopus. Not live. Not live. That's fucking creepy as shit to me. You stick a writhing tentacle in, in your, your mouth in your th- and swallow it, yeah. like, and then like tickles your tongue, and it and it tries to hold on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Like sea urchin is not something. The description of how it how it is in your mouth. Yeah, I'm good. That's a that's like a a total build up. Some people really love it. Some people don't. Um, I think it tastes like, uh, it's almost like a salty seawatery snot bubble. It's well, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's what it looks like. And, it, and I the, the way Shout I hear outs. it described is that it kind of explodes in your mouth and uh, yeah it's if you're not into the whole oceany flavor it's <laughs> it's a little rough <laughs> salty sea bubbles exploding in your mouth and, and that bubbles. is not like a some like a phrase that you hear every day That's... yeah and <laughs> i really like a lot of the eggs that people don't like and uni is yeah. it's too much for me <laughs> <laughs> is that the throw Oh. Well, it's sea urchin, right? Yeah, uni, uni is sea uni urchin. is the actual meat of the sea urchin, and they ha- and they have to do them live, right? You can't. Well, you can get them here in Utah, but I don't know if the quality is quite that great, and that could be the issue why I didn't think it was awesome. Um, a lot of people that like eat them right out of the ocean say they're amazing, and maybe there is something to that. I don't yeah, know. Just a bowl full of salty, briny water right out of the ocean. I just mm. anything that anything that presents itself is like a deadly instrument to even touch with your hand because it's so spiky. <laughs> Why the fuck are you trying to cut it open and eat it? Like that's its, its natural defense is saying, mm, yeah, it shouldn't eat me, fucker. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm good. Cool. Yeah. There's that one that's like poisonous, and if you don't cook it right, it it kills you. It, it, it you have to cut it a certain way. Yeah, same thing. Why would you even want to roll those dice? Nah, that's cool. That's an okay <laughs> thing. Like, same reason you jump out of a fucking perfectly good airplane. I did that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. That's the same reason you do it, though. No, cause... no, it's not the same. <laughs> okay, whatever. I, think I, I disagree. I think it is. No, I think you're wrong. <laughs> yep. Totally opinionated things wrong. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So, so you work in a Japanese restaurant and then five years ago, you're like, it's time to tattoo. Did you, (laughs) (laughs) that's what you said to yourself. It's time to tattoo. I am fucking tired of making $9 an hour. If I'm going to make $9 an hour, at least it should be doing something. Something I want to do. (laughs) I was actually uh, cooking and tattooing part time until about a year ago. And then, and then we, uh, we had the come to Jesus moment where it was, I can do better at this and not work as much. Yeah, it's that that moment when you look at yourself and you go, "What do I really want to be doing?" I yeah, I took a pay cut to do it too, but it's a hell of a lot funner for me, and I'm not a pissed off person every day, <laughs> <laughs> which is good because nobody wants their tattoo artist to be angry. No, that's shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jess. So how'd you get... I was just thinking how deep that... I mean, you're already scarring, but how deep that scar would be from an angry tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, really, the, the needles and There's the guns... There's no covering that up. <laughs> the needles and the guns only go so deep, right? Machine. Your machine. Whatever. No, not whatever. You have a tattoo artist sitting in front of you. It's, it, but it's true. But why did you correct me and not him? Maybe he didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I hear it so often I don't correct people anymore. I used to correct people all the time because I used to get corrected all the time. It is a machine. It's not really a gun. It doesn't shoot anything. It's true. It just looks kind of like a gun. Sort of. It looks more like a pen, really. It the One of the first tattoo machines was actually a... Thomas Edison's electric pen. Yeah. It looks pretty much To me, identical. they look like the old drafting erasers that looked that, like that and had a motor on them and they plugged in. And that, seriously, so it looks to me like a, an old drafting eraser. So you don't have to actually erase your with your well, own. Well, when, uh, when you're drawing on mylar, it's like a plastic material. Yeah. You can't just erase it with a normal eraser. So you have to have a motorized eraser and you have to get in there because if you're not careful, it smears everything. Anyway, that's more than you wanted to know. But That is go. more than I wanted to know. <laughs> more you know. That's that. The, that rainbow moment. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, but that would never happen from someone talking about Erasers. racing on Mylar. On oh, Mylar. For for draft. Like, that's that would have never <laughs> been like a children's The More You Know thing. Kermit would have never given us that one. <laughs> that was not a G.I. Joe life lesson. Not at all. <laughs> wow. Any other cartoons we need life lessons from? <laughs> that's but. what cartoons are for, right? To sell it's toys true. or provide life lessons? It is very true. <laughs> so what... How'd you get involved with Black Salt? Is that did you just walk into the shop and be like, "Hey, I can draw"? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Yep, we got a Will's chair like, over here." Yep, sit down. <laughs> uh, actually, I was going to work with one of uh, our other buddies, and he was like, "You know, you should go talk to these guys instead." And he actually got me uh, with my foot in the door. It really, wasn't me. <laughs> did you have to go through the whole apprentice thing? You said that you did it prior. Did you have to start over again, or was it like kind of pick up where you left off? It was kind of uh, cut back to the basics and then build up from there. So essentially, but not really. With Black Salt or before? Uh, with Black Salt. Yeah, they, they don't want to just be like, this dude can tattoo you. So how do they pick? <laughs> how do they how do they pick? Uh, you know, when you go to, uh, I mean, obviously, like the clientele will will typically pick a tattoo artist, but if if the clientele doesn't really care because you know they're eighteen and just want a tattoo of you know a dolphin on the butt crack, um, how do they how do they pick which artist does it? It's kind of who's gonna do the best job at it for them, because not everybody's artwork's the same. Not everybody does the same style of art, and so. If they might want something particular, and if there's somebody that fits that really well, then they're going to get past to that. How how do how do they allow you to take a dive, like like take your first plunge into tattooing someone that's actually going to pay this business? Um, it usually starts off. Uh, you you usually do your first tattoo on yourself, and then you'll have friends in for free. And it's kind of like <laughs> you want you want to pick your buddies because you don't want to fit you don't want to fuck up somebody who, who really should be fucked up. But a buddy a buddy's totally worth fucking up, dude. It's free. What the hell is your problem? Exactly. <laughs> you can't get mad at this. I totally gave you that for free. But it Just, doesn't look like Madonna. Do they shun like? <laughs> do they shun bringing in homeless guys and and doing them for free? 
Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you could probably do a little bit of that, but that could be a whole new like thing. Free, you could start free that. I mean, that's a free tattoos for the homeless on yeah. Thanksgiving. I want some artwork too. If there was like a shower involved beforehand, <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be too bad. But there's usually not a shower involved, so eh, you know. <laughs> That's gross. So you talk about different styles. Um, what kind of style would you like? If somebody asked you to categorize yourself, what would you be, and how have you worked on developing that? Um, I try to do uh, black and gray realism with. Mixed with watercolor, I really enjoy it. Um, Me too. That's kind of where I'm at. I've just, you kind of start out doing things and, you know, you do, you do some not so awesome tattoos. And you kind of grow from that. You look at it and you go, oh, I should have <laughs> well, maybe not done that. Not in front of the client, right? <laughs> no, not in front of the client. <laughs> So you've had somewhere that they, they walked away and you were like, oh, damn. It, you know, it, it, it Are happens. you saying mine on my back? You're probably like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Have you ever had someone that walked away and you're like, oh, that was really shitty. And then they came back and had you do another one? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> well, then maybe it wasn't so shitty. I mean, artists are their own worst critics usually, so... Well, if you if you don't if you don't criticize your own work, you don't really grow. And if you think you're the shit, that's you're you're peaked out. That's you're you're done. So I constantly want to evolve and get better um, through time. And I would rather look at something and go, you know, if I would have done this a little different, I could have maybe had a better uh, outcome. And you just you just keep trying to do the next one a little better, the next one a little better, the next one a little better. There are a lot of guys in the industry that are completely content with being flat and peaked out. And a lot of them actually peaked out right at apprenticeship level or there's some piss poor tattooing happening. So Yeah. I, so yeah. If no my daughter regrets. if if no my regrets. daughter <laughs> <laughs> Well that one's not bad, but I I'm thinking of our our one friend's little thing, portrait thing. Oh, yeah, it's fucking terrible. I'll show you later. It's, it's really <laughs> ugly. Um, no, but I, I hate it when everybody's all like, "That is a great touch," and and you're like, "Oh my, it's horrible." No. Well, that's like, the, are you just saying that because it's permanently it on like their body and you don't want them to feel bad? Like, oh, maybe they that's did. Terrible. I'm not a prodigy either. There's a guy in Texas that specializes in terrible tattoos, and he <laughs> and he has a ton of following, and, that's and his people thing? paint. That's his thing. On purpose? On purpose. Yeah, but that's a style, I guess. It's called ignorant. Ignorant <laughs> tattooing. That's the actual name of the style. Wow. I'm speechless. <laughs> like, I figured out to say it. Like, goes, it goes completely against anything any tattoo artist has ever learned about tattooing. I just don't, like, for me, like, I have never thought of something that I want on my body forever. And to be like, oh, let me just put this ugly ass thing on my body forever. Like, <laughs> get out. Well, it's essentially an art form, and not everybody uh, believes that the same picture is the fucking best in the world. You have That's some true, that like it, some sure. that don't. So what do you do? And I'm, I'm sure you see it. So what do you do when you got the kid that comes in? And I want the... the I want a tribal band on so, my you know, <laughs> I mean, if it's what the client wants, it's what they want. Can, but you, can you do like a really artistic... The small on my back, I need like like stars... 
different colored stars <laughs> in a in a sort of like a almost like a rainbow. So or a how do you approach of, that? Or a <laughs> butterfly. I want a really exotic looking butterfly with watercolor on my back right above my butt. <laughs> it seems like you've thought about that one for a while. So I have. Yeah, that was pretty detailed, Chris. Are you sure that's up, not what you I were? Can, there's already one back there. You guys just don't understand. <laughs> so I, I came up with this 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 theory a long time ago, and so far every every one I've checked, it's it holds true. So girls that get tramp stamps, they're called tramp stamps. I don't fucking care what you call them; they're tramp stamps. You get a tattoo in your lower back, and it's a dolphin or stars. You don't do it unless you're between the ages of 18 and 23. Because by the time you're 24, you're like, that's fucking stupid. I'm never <laughs> going to put that on my back. And I've never talked to someone who's like, oh, yeah, I love it when they're 35. I'm <laughs> uh, pretty sure his face just said everything. <laughs> yep, Unfortunately, no one can see that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. What do you say to that person that's like, yeah, I want to do that? You're like, cool, 200 bucks. Or is it? You, you usually try to use some Jedi mind tricks. Um you can be like, yeah, that's that's an idea, or we could do something cooler like this. And sometimes they go for it, and sometimes they say, I still want that. Yeah. Like, okay. I still want a pair of lips on my ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. The, the, the whole, like, there should be some rule that you have to, like a one-month waiting period. <laughs> <laughs> he still has to eat. I, I disagree with this rule completely. <laughs> I'm all about rash decisions. <laughs> what What is the worst tattoo you've done? Uh, Not necessarily bad as in your quality, but as in just, it was no, no. just, the I'm, client wanted it. I mean, the worst tattoo that you've ever had to do. Yeah, the worst t- tattoo I've ever had to do. No qualifiers. You just choose. <laughs> you know, I can't really say I've, I can like narrow one down to the worst. <laughs> I've had some that I think in the moment I'm like, this is fucking terrible. And then later on, somebody will top it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to be like, but then it turns out really awesome. But like, I mean, is there, is there like a, is there like a story where, you know, someone says, can you tattoo my butt? And there's like poop still on their butt. I've never, I've never had that issue before. I, I've heard it happens. I've never well, I've, had it. I've heard stories from estheticians who are doing like laser hair removal, and they have to tell their client, like, mm, "Can you go clean yourself up? Because uh, there's poop down there, and I don't want to touch <laughs> it." Like, I've I've only done a few different asses, and I've been lucky enough to have had clean, ones. well taken care Just of, nice ones. clean cheeks to work on. Yeah, like pre-shaved and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the craziest? Place you've tattooed on a buddy? Uh, probably the ass. Just the ass. I had a guy uh, get a lemon on his ass because he says he's a sour ass. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I like that dude. Was it like the size of a quarter or was it like half the cheek? It's a lemon. <laughs> oh, it's so like a Full real life size lemon. Size. Yeah. <laughs> so what's one, what's the hardest place to tattoo? Like the hardest body part? Uh, anywhere on the torso is not the funnest. When people breathe, they they move around. Um, it's like if they do like right. Can you do like some cool the writing right on my rib cage? Seems to be a popular thing these days. Yeah, I've done a bit of it, and it it, it ends up always uh, taking longer than what you really want it to because the skin is really stretchy, and you have to stretch the skin to put the ink in. And um, it yeah, it's not the funnest. I hate doing ribs, but it's part of the game. 
So don't book an appointment with you to update my ribs. No, <laughs> it's, it's fine, but if you think it's going to be two hours, it's actually four. So that's that's pretty much it. Uh, the skin is really stretchy. It, it, it ends up actually pre- pretty much doubling in size. Oh jeez! So Just like because that's where you're flexible. So yeah, yeah like on an nice. arm, it may be tennis ball sized, and on the ribs, it looks tennis ball sized, but you're really tattooing like a small softball or something. It's not. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. I'm like it just is just like paper. You just draw on it. Yeah, every time I do uh, ribs, I feel like I've been lifting weights afterwards because you're, you're just constantly pulling. Yeah, you're constantly pulling the skin apart to to actually do what you need to I do. I didn't pay attention when I got mine done. Well, I mean, you are getting stabbed repeatedly over and over again. Your mind's probably not really on the fact that he's pulling your skin. It was in Scotland. And the other part of it is, is the rib sucks for people to get tattooed, so... They don't necessarily sit the stillest either. Yeah, because it hurts more, right? Because there's not a lot of flesh. Some people don't mind it, and but some people like think it's the absolute worst, and they they'll start moving around on you. And what's what's typically the most painful spot? It's all relative. It, it, it pretty much is all relative. Because I've heard like ankles or pretty. My heels were my worst, rough so but... far, and my uh, not my actual side, but once it got to the like the lower ribs, that was. As bad as my heels were. So it's a personal thing. <laughs> it's a personal thing, but unanimously, people usually say their feet are terrible. Your feet. Because there's no padding. <laughs> well, it's not just that, but there's a lot of nerves in your feet and your hands and things like that. So, I mean, you're stabbing yourself over. <laughs> I just want to be clear. When you get a tattoo, you're you are being yourself, repeatedly not stabbing stabbed. stabbing yourself. You're not somebody else's. Technically, so I had an engineer You're buddy. someone to do it for you. <laughs> but I still you say it's not psychopath. stabbing; it's poking. It's not like you're. It's, it's not like really he's got a like, five-inch blade that he's like slicing it, you. Is it breaking? Maybe the, the tattoo artist should explain what it actually does is. It Let's have him explain. It, my only <laughs> question mechanism. is: Does it break the skin of how it actually works? <laughs> <laughs> was that a lot of questions at once? Can you take? He's that just all like in? back and forth with his eyes, like who the fuck do I talk to? Who do I answer? Who's in charge? It, it's a poke. It's also kind of a stab. All I don't right. know. Right. I didn't think it felt like a stab. So how does it work? Like, explain to us, please, how the actual mechanism works. Um, a traditional style machine is a electromagnet, and basically, when electric electrical current hits the contact point, it engages, goes down, comes off the contact point, which tells it to release, and it goes back up. So does that repeatedly? A single needle, or is there? You can use single needle. Most people don't. Um, typically, like a lining needle is anywhere from three needles up to, say, 14. Um, so it's kind of like a paintbrush. You're going to use a different Holy shit. S- yeah. size brush. <laughs> Where is that over the 14 needles? Is that... It's fucking too much. <laughs> Dude, I, I, use, I use magnum needles that are 27 needles in it. We my I had an engineer buddy do a calc. Uh, he did an equation to figure out how many times how many ti- how many holes was getting poked in him while we were tattooing on him, and uh, we figured with a fifteen mag, which is fifteen needles in a color machine, which runs at about ninety strikes a second. He figured out it's about three hundred million holes in like a three hour period. Oh, wow. <laughs> a three hour tour that fucking seals it for me. I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> It's like a slow road rash. 
Yeah, that sounds like a good fucking idea. Let's like... take an extremely painful thing and let's just let's well, no, slow that down for you. I feel like you. every time I just got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. He needed to like get more ink and I had a break and then. No, it's always the worst when they stop. I'm like, just keep going. Don't oh, stop. I don't think so. The, At least not when, on mine. That's when the endorphins hit and there was no pain. So you got a little bit of a that's high true. from your endorphins probably. I'm always super tired after. Yeah, you feel like you've you been You should be because your fucking brain is like, motherfucker, this hurts. <laughs> just send painkiller down there. Fucking just, just work your ass off. Body, stop doing everything but producing painkiller. <laughs> you know that's what's you're going on. You're doing this for fun. Yeah, you just fucking paid someone to do this. You psychopath. Like, fuck. yeah. Every time I get a tattoo, I think about 15 minutes in. I think, why the fuck am I doing this again? <laughs> so, how many tattoos do you have? I honestly only think I have maybe four or five. I don't see any neck tattoos. How can you be a tattoo artist? <laughs> Uh, I've got both my legs mostly done, and both my arms are mostly done. There's been a lot more than four or five sessions, but they're <laughs> they're all kind of one tattoo now, so I can't say that. I don't know. I have a lot of hours in. <laughs> do you do any cover ups for people? Do you do that very often? Yeah, we we do a bit of cover ups <laughs> at the shop. What's the ugliest thing you've covered up? <laughs> um, honestly. I've been doing one on this guy in uh, Vernal. It's not a terrible tattoo, but it's it's big, black, thick-ass, bold lettering, and it's not the easiest to get to go away. How do you decide? How do you, how do you figure out how to cover something up that someone else has done? That's it's magic. Atrocious? He's magic. <laughs> that's all like, it is. I, I, I see. Like I've seen. You know the what's the show where they do all the tattoo cover-ups? The um, bad tattoo. The like the like with the lady bad and the two tattoo guys. stories and stuff, yeah, yeah, and tattoo do, nightmares, yeah, mm-hmm. and they do these cover ups. I'm like, how how do they fucking figure out how to do something so beautiful and cover up this fucking god awful mess that's on these people? Well, the reality of it is, is they're probably not showing you the reality of it. Um, most cover ups really aren't one one appointment. Oh no, I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> In the show, they show you a tattoo from start to finish, and it makes it seem like it's a, a twenty minutes, <laughs> or you know, eight hours. It might be eight hours, but it might be four different times, eight hours yeah, a time, months apart. As stuff heals, and yeah, you got to let it completely heal, and then you go back over it because it will have a tendency to come back through. I'm actually working on a cover up on my shoulder. We've done it uh, three times now, and it's terrible every time. But it looks a little better every time too. So it's like, ah, oh, I can do it again. <laughs> That's crazy. So you just really just re-layer ink over and over and over? Yep, till the other one's gone. So he did Justice cover-up, by the way. Yeah. I didn't see the original. Uh, it was just some writing across my shoulder. That I hated the placement, so he moved it for me. And added a lot of other cool things. There's a galaxy with snowflakes. Cool. Do you have dolphins on your lower back? <laughs> Definitely no dolphins anywhere on my body. Would you do a lower back tattoo? No. Because you're over the age of 23. Very well over the age of 23. <laughs> no, no dolphins and no lower That's back That's what tattoos. I told both of my daughters. Like, get tattoos. Go for it. Uh, one, get a good tattoo artist. Don't fucking go to some dude in Cedar City. My daughter's an idiot. She did that anyway. Uh, and two... Don't no low, no lower back tattoos. That's that's the only rule I have. Don't don't do the lower back. Wait until you're 
out of college. If you still want to do lower back, go for it. And Cassie's isn't horrible. It's just it's reverse. It's stupid. It feel I feel like it's backwards. I hate it of how it should be. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's fine. I hate it. So you gotta explain it to me. Yeah, now I'm it's like just I'll, lost. I'll show you a picture. It's just a, it's just it? two paw prints, and uh, that. But you know how a paw print is typically darker in the center and then fades out. Hers light in the center and then get darker as they go out. So it doesn't like it's just the shape of a paw print, but it doesn't actually look like a real paw print. No, it's really dumb. I it, it's fine. <laughs> like it's it it's looks like a fucking cracker jack it's tattoo. It's just not the way I. And it's because she went to some dude in Cedar City. What there, are they called? There's actually a State really Street? good artist in Cedar City. I don't oh, think oh. she went to that guy. She probably didn't. She's a college student. We should tell her because she'll be in Cedar for another couple of years. And I have a feeling as soon as she figures out something else, she'll well, be getting like, another one. Well, and I'm like, just come up to Salt Lake. We'll find you a good artist here that, that works and get you in with them. Or go to Vegas. And like you're find just a, a few good hours artist away. In Vegas. You're, hour you're, you're closer to Vegas than you are to us. Or about the same, actually. But it's it's going to be kind of the same thing. There's there's shitty artists everywhere, yes, and there's there there's some good artists everywhere too. You, there's some really shitty artists in Salt Lake. You just got to look for it. So how do you go about finding a good artist? You just kind of go look through portfolios and see what appeals to you. When I got mine, I I went through everybody on the website till I found the style that I liked, the person that I liked, and yeah, and a whole big Big D's got a lot of freaking artists too, so that's where you went, right? Big Big Deluxe. I don't know. You got yeah, I think so. That's where yeah. you got me my thing. <laughs> it, was long, it was a long time ago. A long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was like seven years ago. The landscape has changed though now because you don't have to go into a shop. You can hop on Instagram or on Facebook and that's see, totally true. see the artwork. Oh, that's what I did. I think yeah, that's huge being yeah. able to, to go out on Instagram and see tons of work. I mean, do you post a bunch of your own work? I do. Uh, I get lazy about it and stop posting things for a while and then I'll, I'll get on it and try to be aggressive about it and then I fall off the wagon. <laughs> it, it happens it's up and downs or you might go a couple of weeks of getting nothing but terrible pictures and you can't really post them so so i know that you're not supposed to tattoo on intoxicated people but i'm assuming you still do from time to time <laughs> is that does it happen yeah it happens and it's gotta happen right because drunk kids come in to get tattoos all the time uh, you know not typically but i do have a few clients that bring booze with them and and indulge while they're getting tattooed. Make it a little easier. You know, if they're going to fucking sit a little stiller, I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if you got an extra Laura tab and you want to take that and just chill out for an hour or two, that's good. Yep, whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be have, have to be high as fuck or drunk as shit to get a yeah. tattoo. You know, I, I really don't like getting tattooed when I'm high. It's fucking terrible. When I say high, I mean on a painkiller. Oh, okay. I don't I don't mean like pot. I, I'm not a fig, big fan of pot. I'm, I'm talking like some sort of opioid. <laughs> I was taking some ibuprofen today, and Kenneth looked over the thing, and he's like, what's with all the opioids? And I'm like, yeah, this is ibuprofen, dude. <laughs> you do live in Salt Lake, you know. <laughs> opioid, opioid capital, man. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, okay, so what's your favorite tattoo? What's what's the one tattoo that you've done that you're like, this is just my piece de piece de resistance. Peace. You know, it actually changes. It evolves. I can't really say. 
So you don't have a favorite piece right now? No. I get, you know, I'll do something, and then a couple of days later, I'll do something else, and then a couple of days later, I'll do something else. And Do you have a Mona Lisa? Do you have one that looks really good from a distance, and you get it close? And <laughs> That's a Monet. That's a fuck, oh, Monet. I'm Monet. Sorry. Monet. Mona, Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa is much smaller in real life, yeah. you know? Yeah. I kind of feel the same about Mona Lisa. So. <laughs> Monet, sorry, that's that's Jeremy's thing. Monet, he calls everything a Monet. It looks good back from a distance, but when you get up to it, it's just a hot mess. You know, and some tattoos actually do that. They are they are meant to be observed from further away. They should get cooler as you get closer. But I think you so. Know. <laughs> Since it's like on your body, so you're always look looking at it close up. I have a hard time. Like I keep thinking I want something on my arms, but I always want things to face me. So that means that they're upside down for other people. And that bothers me. And that's actually like a, a no-no in the tattoo world. Yeah. It's to do it so that it faces the person it's supposed to face out. Yeah, you're not really supposed to do that. It's really for other people to enjoy. But see, that bothers so me because don't write, I'm going to be don't write backwards so they can read it in the mirror. <laughs> While you're driving. Like on your chest. So like that might be something for me, like on my chest. You're a good person, but so that I see it, like so when, when I look in the mirror. When you morning, look down, you can like, see okay, it. Like, okay, I'm oh, a yeah. good person. <laughs> Just like a self-affirmation, you will make it through the day. If Chris ever comes in and says, will you tattoo your good person, put, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, we had somebody the other day joking about, fuck you, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Then, then you're just telling you, fuck you, all day long. <laughs> so I have a question. I have a question. About some of the it's too late, I'm gonna ask. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the the newer inks that I've seen, like the it's not glow in the dark, but it's Oh, it's UV. Uh, that was my question. Oh well, I was gonna ask if you ever used it. Great minds think like what's mm, your thoughts mm, on that kind of stuff? Trendy stupid. It's just not how does it last? Is it is uh, You know, I don't really know how it lasts. I've heard that it doesn't last very long. I've never I've never applied one. I it's kind of stupid. You can't see it unless it's under a black light. It's gotta and, be really hard to work with. Well, it's just like you're going through pain. Yeah. You're sitting there for, you know, so. a little while thinking, yeah, this is fucking fun. <laughs> and then you can't even see it when it's done. It's just like a fucking red scratch. All right. So my, my buddy, Dan, <laughs> this is like, he God, he did this like 10, almost 15 years ago. It was when UV Eek was first coming out. Uh, and he got a local artist to do a tattoo of vanilla ice on the back of his calf. Yes. In UV inks. And I'm not, it's not, I'm, it, it is for the for the joke, but it's a totally legit thing. He actually has vanilla ice and UV ink on the back of his calf. So when you turn off the lights, he glows. Does it still show up after all these years? Yeah. Yeah. It's but you, still- you have to use a black light. But... He <laughs> not, not worth it for me. Yeah, like what? Like you would have to carry one around with you or something. I had the coolest tattoo the other day. Let me see. Oh, I, I don't have my black tattoo. light with me. Nope, just a, a t- just a talking piece at parties. It's for ravers. <laughs> <laughs> so how does how well does color do? I've heard that color it color fades. It doesn't hold in like uh, black and gray typically does. So is there anything that you can do to? Touch-ups? Touch-ups. <laughs> you Oleo can tattoo oil. Um, for one thing, always wear sunscreen. It's, it's The sun is really terrible on tattoos, and it it actually really helps. Uh, that's not by any means the, the best thing you can do. The best thing is, like, don't go in the sun. 
But color is not going to last. It, it it does fade away. Your skin, your body kind of starts to break it up over time. The newer pigments, though, that have been coming out within the last, say, 10 years are a lot better and they do last a lot longer. Why is it that, why is it that a dark ink like a black or a blue doesn't tend to fade like, like other colors will? Is it? Because why, why is your body breaking up one but not the other? Do you know? You know, I don't really know. Um, I know that one of the hardest colors to get out of your skin is yellow with a laser. Hmm. Yellow and white. And they're actually like some of the quicker colors to go away in a tattoo. Hmm. Hmm. Is it because of the pigment? Maybe? the. the I don't know if it's... Chemical in the pigment? You know, I don't know hmm. if it's the lightness of it. That it's. I don't, I don't really know why that is, but it, it tends to be... So you bring up you bring up lasers. I'm I'm curious. What do you think about laser tattoo removal and where it's at now and and what it what it presents? You know, I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's incredibly painful. It's way worse than getting the tattoo done, <laughs> and it's incredibly expensive. And so if it was a if it was priced a little better, you know, I I might get something removed, but I'd probably get something put right back in place. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Does that clean. become – because it will come down in price. I mean, as, as the technology gets better, it will become less painful and, and definitely cheaper and probably more readily available. So do you think you're going to run into in 20 years people that, you know, get a tattoo and five years later get it removed and put something else right over top of it? We – when we do cover up, sometimes if it's not like something that's easily covered, we'll have them go do one session, do session maybe two sessions. Just to lighten it up? Yeah, just to lighten it up enough that you can get something else to go over it. Because like I said, it's it's not fun. I, I, I've never had it done, but I've had clients that have had it done and they said, no, fuck that. I'd rather go through 10. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather have 10 cover up tattoo sessions than one more of those. Hmm. Jeez, that's fucking crazy. I want to know how you prepare for your long sessions. Like, how do you mentally prepare? Because it is, uh, it is sitting there What's for the a really long time. What's the longest you'll go? I have some clients that will last eight, nine hours. Wow. And you'll, you'll do eight, 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 nine hours in a session? Yeah. Jess, you lasted eight, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. How do you, how do you do? <laughs> How how do you how do you draw for eight hours? How does your I mean your hands just got we be... eat burritos in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so street, like... street burritos are a, a necessity. Like for, like four hours of drawing to me is just insane. Like your hand has just got to hurt after a while. It's just like anything; your body gets used to doing what it's doing. Well, I mean, your hands might not hurt because you laid bricks for ten years, but. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some numb fingers from it. Yeah, mentally, like, do you have to like each day, like, okay, eight hours we can do this. Usually, before a big session, if I'm just gonna start it, I I won't sleep much the night before. I'm, I try, I lay there, I just my mind's constantly stressing and and turning, and I, so like the slightest noise or whatever, I'm like, boom, up, up. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and then when it's a session with Jess, he's like, God damn it, that fucking girl's going to be here again. <laughs> Shit, how do, I, how do I deal with this? <laughs> Bring the she's, news in. That's how you deal with that. She's going to take pictures. She's going to eat that goddamn burrito again. <laughs> she only had a burrito once. <laughs> the Burritos touch, are good. The touch it's up actually what I had today. <laughs> that touch-up was only, what, like two hours? So yeah, we touch-ups didn't need a, usually we didn't don't need take a burrito. very long. For that one. Do yeah. you bring treats for him though when you go? 
I've only been like what one kind of one fucking time? customer are you? <laughs> she brought right. me some rad oil for my beard. See, so I'm not, totally I'm not oil. totally a loser. So, do you guys carry other products in your shop for for post tattoo stuff? Um, not really. We a lot of that's gimmicky. It's kind of you know, it's something else packaged in a new a new package that you're going to spend more money for because it says that it's for a tattoo. Yeah, but it's just Jergens. It's just, <laughs> just Jergens. <laughs> So the how worst do you price part it? after a tattoo for me is like the having when you have to wash it, the stinging of the soap. Um, you need to have a tattoo where you get this awesome second skin put on, and then it's like Christmas every day for Christmas five days. Every day. Christmas yeah, second day. skin until you have to rip it off. An awesome, uh, and then you think awesome you're gonna rip your whole that. tattoo off. <laughs> how do you price a tattoo? So somebody comes in, they tell you what you want. How do you figure out what? It, it's really by hour, and you can't really. It's done when it's done. Something may take two hours. Something may take ten. But you've been doing it long enough that you can at least kind of look at it. And... I'm I'm bad at it. Oh, mine was like forty five <laughs> minutes. Forty five minutes in and out on your lunch break. Two and a half hours later, are we done? <laughs> yeah, I try not to give hours because I always overshoot it. And if you've given somebody a specific, this is it. You it's really hard to come yourself. back. Yeah, it's really hard to come back and ask for more. Like, well, you got your six hours. It needs six more. Sorry, it's half done. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't bode well for your business down the line. Yeah, yeah but it happens. <laughs> but that's why you don't say, yeah, just six hours up front. <laughs> You're like, mm, it's probably six hours. Could be more. So just be prepared. Like, that's a better answer. Well, typically, like, if they want a piece on their arm, I'll say, an arm's typically 30 hours. You want to do half of it, so you're looking at at least 15, 16 hours. So that's like a sleeve, you mean? Yeah. God, yeah. It's fucking... <laughs> I should, I, I like hear 15 hours of pain. Why do you fucking subject yourself to that? <laughs> art. I know, but... It's not like he's putting bamboo shoots at your fingernails. That's art, and I didn't fucking get stabbed for hours <laughs> to get that, and I love that art. <laughs> yeah, but you can't carry. Yeah, but it I, I wouldn't have known you had that unless I was here. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't carry it around. Right, it's, it's carry true. It everywhere, he could, though. he could, he could walk around carrying He's those. Like <laughs> <laughs> and I can take a picture of it with my phone and be like, "Look at this cool art!" Like, well, like with your tattoo, like. I know it's not to show off, but you can't fucking see it. I can't see it. Like you, I've can't never even seen see it, it in person. Like I've only ever seen a reflection of it or a picture. Where is it? It's on my neck right now. Oh, okay. It's under well, her hair on her neck. So it was kind of cool because I I thought I wanted a tattoo that was about an inch, inch and a half tall. <laughs> That's really she, like three inches. She, <laughs> no, uh, she still no. thinks it's like an inch tall, <laughs> no, too. No, I really like. And I she's still, like, it's not that big, is it? And I'll touch it the top head, and the bottom. And she's like, oh, my God. It, it's really true. When I think about it in my oh, head, yeah. I don't think I, I it doesn't feel that big to me. It's three inches. And when I went into the artist... <laughs> And I told him what, I, and I, I actually brought things. I like That's brought a, I a, so a necklace that I really liked, and I brought an image that I really liked. And I'm like, these are the things that I like about these, and these are the things that I don't like about these. And can you put them together? And and when I told him the science, he's like, it's gonna look like a blob with all the intricacies. Like it's not. It, it needs to be bigger. And I went. Well, okay, make it as big as you need to, I guess. And and it's the per- like it's perfect. I'm I'm totally happy with the size of it. But I'm shocked because I really thought I wanted this little teeny tiny 
tattoo. And so in my head still, it's just this little teeny tiny tattoo, but it's not. I mean, it's tall. It's very simple. It's exactly what I wanted. It doesn't have stupid scrolly hearts in it, which I was afraid of. <laughs> There's no dolphins or stars. And it's well, no, neck, when people make scrolls sometimes and they come together, it looks like a heart. And I hate that because I don't want it to look like a heart. I want it to look like scrolls. And it was very, very specific. And he did exactly what I wanted. And even though he made it bigger and it's perfect. So I I, I was I was happy with it. And I, I think you ha- kind of... You have to make sure that when you go to your tattoo artist and you tell them what they want, you really listen to their suggestions because especially like this was my first tattoo. Like, I don't know anything about tattooing. If I had insisted on it being that small, I bet I would have been very unhappy with my tattoo. My foot was supposed to be a toe ring, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I trusted him and came away with. I love it. I'm happy. I'm happy to show it off when I when I remember that it's there. But 98 percent of the time, I, f- I don't even remember that it's there. I forget that it's there. People will say you have that tattoo, and I'm like, hey, at least it was oh, only an hour. Are you fucking stabbed over and over? Are, and over. are some people for eight hours? Um, are some people like afraid? Do you think some people are afraid to speak up about the artwork and put their opinions in? Or are people very like, nope, this is wrong and this is what i wanted or are they just like yeah this is cool uh you get both you get both you get a a bit of want to control everything and they're typically not the people you want to work with and then you get a a a bit of people that are more willing to go oh okay let's go with that idea i just panicked after (laughs) did did you ever make anyone cry when you were done and you showed them the work were they like like a bad cry or a good cry both either I, I can't say I've I've seen some crying. I can't say if it was if it was. Oh my god! I can't believe I did this. You're this like, motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> like I've been here for eight hours. I'm going home. See ya. That's really what it is. Because like the adrenaline's gone after eight hours, and you're just so effing tired that you just cry on the way home. Because you're like, <laughs> I just want to take a nap. That's what the crying is. But I can't lay on my right side. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it was my so left side. Bad. I feel bad for the people who get tattoos on their asses because, like, how do they get home? How does that work? But I gotta imagine the ass is all right from a pain level perspective because there's so much meat there. But I'm talking about like sitting on it and riding home on it. Like, I've heard it's absolutely terrible, really, from a lot of people. I heard that my neck tattoo would be really bad, but the only place it was really bad was the one little nubby spot for like. Five minutes, maybe. Do you ever have to talk people out of them? Yeah, it happens. How like does that conversation most, go? I mean, is it is it totally tramp stamps you're talking them out of, or is there some <laughs> other tattoo that's just really shunned upon? There's actually so a, a modern day upon. tramp stamp. <laughs> the tramp stamp has evolved. Boy, what is it now? Chris, your life the is about bust. to change. Uh, really? The, the man, the... Uh, that's what you fucking have, isn't it? No, it is absolutely not. Actually, <laughs> but it's just like right, right here. What's the like, what is it called? Yeah, the mandalas. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> on the underbust. Yeah. But you know, that's still like that the, has to hurt like a mother truck. So here's the thing, yep. though. I mean, I I cannot view that the same way as a tramp stamp because <laughs> no, it is in, though. <laughs> no, but but in what clothing are you wearing that that's that's visible all the time with a tramp stamp like? You don't mean to. You're 40 years old. You bend over. Your shirt pops up and people see the fucking dolphins. And they're like, but when you're 40 and you're like out working in the yard, you lift your arms up. Chances are right underneath your tits aren't showing. Like, 
Because when you're 40, you're not usually wearing midriffs. I, I, feel, mean, I feel like that tops it on the tramp level. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not saying that they might not be if, if you've got If you got Sammy, saggy grandma boobs showing. And, <laughs> and, and, but wouldn't saggy grandma boobs by that point just, just cover, cover up? up? Yeah, but you, like you'd, you'd still see the middle and the sides. So it's like a little, it's like an arrow, like whatever it is, if it's a you know star pattern or something. Or... Grandma, what is that thing between your boobs? <laughs> what about face tattoos? Do you do any yeah. face tattoos? I haven't. I'm not too into that. I would rather not. Yeah. What about necks? Next suck to tattoo. What about skulls? Skulls, I've only done a little bit on a little side of a guy's head. I can't really say much. So on those that. are things like, like if I got a tattoo, I would think maybe on my head. Would you get a yarmulke to cover your the, bald spot? Yeah, the problem is I'm balding. So <laughs> That's what I mean. It would I cover it. It's not my thing. Uh, like the How many webbed elbows have you done? I haven't done any <laughs> webbed elbows. I've seen some webbed elbows, though. That's in line with fucking tribals. Like, come on, really? I just want another tattoo really bad, and I just can't think of what I want. So, Well, and that's a, that's the other thing. Like, the, the people that are somewhat addicted to tattoos, not that, that she is, because clearly one tattoo is not an addiction. <laughs> but, it's where it deep starts. Inside, but you yep. know what? I feel but like yeah, I mean, once there's... you get a tattoo... I have never met anyone that just doesn't want another tattoo. Well, like I, I have friends that they go and fucking randomly they're in, you know, Jersey City and they're like, hmm, let me get a fucking tattoo. Flip through a book. <laughs> oh, City. I want uh, I want this heart with the cow next to it because it represents something. I love cows. Like they're just flipping <laughs> through a book and it's like, well, you might as well just go get a temporary tattoo because that's what it is because that's what the artist is doing. Like, how do you feel about those kind of shops? Because there's a lot of those shops out there. They have their place. I, I, I'm. It's not for me, but they have their place. For sh- for people like your buddy in Jersey City, <laughs> I just don't get it. And then like, you know, by the time they're forty, they're like, "Fuck, I don't have any more space to tattoo. Guess I got to do cover ups now." But if you're getting them in, say, random locations on vacation, they each have their own little story. You're not gonna that's think. True. That's true. That's Unless you're I- old in dementia, you're not gonna be like. What the fuck do I have that for? <laughs> what about like belly tattoos? Do you discourage those a lot? Because in younger Why? folks anyway. Nah. My belly when I was 18 <laughs> and my belly now, that tattoo would look like a fucking stretched out balloon. That, your dolphin would be a whale. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's an orca now. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Those are huge. Like, when did you get the manatee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Why do you have a fucking sea cow on your belly, dude? Oh, you should totally do a manatee bus tattoo. She just showed me some of the bus tattoos that you were talking about. That's that's uh, man, that's a lot of fucking work. Some of those tattoos are crazy. Yeah, that's that's what the the girls are doing now versus the old day so the lower old, back, the old tramp school stamp. lower back tramp stamps not in style anymore. Doesn't happen too much unless it's somebody like doing their back. Yeah, maybe they're wising up, finally. How many guys? I don't know. It just kind of moved around. <laughs> How many guys and or gals work at your shop? Uh, there's five of us. All guys or a mix? Guys and girls? Two girls and three guys. Where's the shop located at? Uh, 930 South Main Street, Salt Lake City. Three guys? What happened to the other guy? He got fired. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? He tattooed his own dick. <laughs> it was just a thing. There's, you know, there's there's some of that that happens. Have you ever tattooed a penis? No. Will you ever tattoo a penis if you're asked? Uh, what if it was like your best bud, like growing up? <laughs> then no. Even absolutely. weirder, really. 
You know, I'm. Well, I'm who else are you going to trust to stab your dick repeatedly with a needle? <laughs> I'm totally down at double the price. That's just. <laughs> then we should put that out there. Does, does I feel like intimate intimate this is a weird. This is a messed up. This is a messed up question. But now I got to know because my interest is like out there. Do you have to be flaccid or hard when you get tattooed in the dick? Well, how can you be hard that whole time? Like it would hurt. Viagra. <laughs> hard like a rock, like a chevy. <laughs> but like, because that you want to talk about stretchy skin. <laughs> like the fucking rib cage has nothing on a penis. You didn't know what you were getting into coming. So I'm, I'm curious. I mean, you've never done it, so maybe you don't know. I'm just curious. Like, does that, how does that work? Like, are you just like pulling it taut and you're like, hey, buddy, come over here and hold this while I use my other hand to, to do the actual writing? Like, hey, buddy, come hold this. <laughs> can you just stretch this for me? Like, so I heard, I heard a story of an apprentice. Uh, went into it, went into the shop, not at our shop. This was at some other shop. The apprentice went in like two or three hours before everybody because he wanted to tattoo his dick. And, uh, how the fuck does he get through the rest of the day? So his words were, I didn't realize how stretchy the dick was. <laughs> He's like, touched his own so three hours later, I'm still there tattooing my dick when everybody starts showing up at the shop. <laughs> and he says he has his dick pulled over his armrest as tight as he can do it. <laughs> He's tattooing it with his other hand and everybody's walking in and he's like, hey guys, how you doing? Don't mind me. Just over here tattooing my dick. Like how the fuck like don't is it that like an after hours thing? That's not like before I got a full day's work, I'm gonna go ahead and stab my I dick with like a needle. Logic logic would day. say. I feel like tattoo artists usually start later in the day. Is that is that, is that a thing or is that just was that just my Well how experience? many people go get tattoos at eight AM? Well, why not? There are some morning people. I, I've done a few sessions at eight. They're not my favorite. Um, typically, we start at eleven. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I, what, what, what my experience when well, I was like trying to schedule appointments and stuff. You want to go late because people work during the day too. A lot of well, times. I don't think that has anything to do with it. There's also you know a bit of raging alcoholism in 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 some tattoo artists. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. You got to have your nighttime of boozing. You need to recoup till you know noon, maybe one the next day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that hangover. Well, I mean, after you watch your buddy that you work with tattoo his own dick, you're like, I gotta drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's just mind boggling. Why would you do that? So I don't know if you guys saw um, on the news. When did I get my tattoo? It's been like four months now, huh? Um, there was a gentleman who got uh, LeBron James's tattoo on his. Crying, yeah. crying, LeBron, crying, James. LeBron James, and it made like national news, and that artist works right next to Sam. Yep, so nice. Nice. I was there when the news came. It was pretty awesome. You were on the news briefly. My back was on the news. Oh. <laughs> That's your claim to fame. That's my claim to fame. You were having your boob tattooed. Yeah, the, the kid that cool, the kid that had it done. You were, you were getting your uh, new age tramp stamp done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the kid that had it done is actually apprenticing right now, and he he was hitting me up, asking me if he could tattoo me, and I told him I wanted a donkey on my ass so I could be a jackass. <laughs> he thought I was joking. He's like, ha ha ha. No, I'm I'm, I'm serious, man. You could to- you should totally put like a jack, you know, like the game jacks. You should put a jack on your ass, and then you would really be a <laughs> yeah. jack. Just like a card, like a card, or like the like the ball like and jacks. Like the little, yeah. Well, no, just the actual jack, because that's the jack. Like the ball a three D, like a three D rendering of a jack. Yeah. 
you need to really be a jack. Have you ever done a tattoo with like ink overlapping, like with three D glasses would make it three dimensional? <laughs> no, that's mind boggling. I wonder how you could do that. That's what would look of... ugly without three D glasses though? It'd yeah, be like your UV tattoo. That's dumb. Yeah. So it, if people want to see your work, how can they see it? <laughs> Instagram's the easiest way. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's Goodwin dot tattoo. It's really difficult. Really difficult. Uh, and then how do they get a hold of you uh, if they want to have you uh, tattoo their dick or <laughs> do some 3D UV? Like, please do not shit. contact me. Um, <laughs> I said, I'm down at double the price. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a jack on your dick or whatever, yeah, you know. <laughs> if you want to pay me double my hourly so rate, let's make I that just, shit happen. What I just heard is if you want to jack your dick, call this <laughs> Yes, that's right. <laughs> For a good time. So do you guys have a massage parlor in your place? Then? Is that free happy endings with each tattoo? Is that? They're basically like the tables you're laying on. So. Don't don't don't. Yeah. So how do people get a hold of you guys to schedule a session or pick your brain or? Usually through Instagram or through Instagram. text messaging, just g- emails. Okay, okay, or go to the shop, which is again on. We we don't have an actual phone, so I couldn't say call us, <laughs> but go right. But go to the shop or email the shop. Yes, okay. and that's Black Salt Tattoo in Salt Lake City. Yes, sir. B L A Q. Yeah, B L A Q U E, like the plague, like or, a plaque. I have no idea. Like the yeah. pl- what? I don't know. I'm dumb. <laughs> like a plaque. I'm dumb. Let's just not let's like just... the plague. Like a plaque. Yeah. So B L A. I don't know. Pl- the plague sounded good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Sounds yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we have one last question for you, and then we'll let you go. Uh, we ask everyone this that's on the show. So you live in Utah. You've been here for a while. Uh, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state that they needed to do uh, before they left? Go to the temple. <laughs> You are not the first person person to say that. No, I'd probably say take a hike. The state, like, get out of here. (laughs) Take a hike. This state's amazing for outdoor uh, outdoor use. Me and my wife really like to go hiking in the mountains here, and down in southern Utah is especially amazing. Do you have a favorite trail in the Salt Lake area that you go to? I don't really. We pick random things. Yeah, exactly. I like to go to trails that have something at the end. You know, like a waterfall a lake to fish in. My wife will take us up on the edge of nothing, nothing to look at. I don't understand the point in that. <laughs> like we just walked five miles and, uh, and now, now we, we got to turn, turn around. And go back. <laughs> There's nothing here. We made it to the rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This rock exactly. was once a spot where someone died. That was the hike. <laughs> <laughs> it could exist. It's the mountains. Oh, I guarantee it exists. <laughs> Well, thanks for for having a chat with us and uh, tattooing people and, um, you know, staying away from dicks and faces. Uh, That's good to know. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) What if I was way into dicks? Then why is that not a good thing? No, I mean, it's cool. If you want to tattoo a dick, I'll I'll let you do it. But you thank me for staying away from him. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to continue that line of logic. Thanks. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. That's going to do it. 
Thanks for sticking around. Uh, thanks again to Sam Goodwin from uh, Black Salt Tattoo. Okay. I don't know if we've laughed that much in a really long time. <laughs> Especially at the end there. Um, yeah. Lots of, you know, you should have seen his face. It's too bad we don't have like audio was it? or video. I know. I should have Facebook live that. that we, sh- we should start doing little pieces like that. Was it on the, was it on the air last week that we talked about... Uh, Penis is looking like turkey necks, or was that at work that I was talking about? I'm that? pretty sure that was, was at work. work. That must have been work. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about turkey necks uh, and how much they look like penises. Uh, no, it's just the ball, ball sack. sack. Yeah, with the giblets looking like <laughs> balls. Yeah. So anyway, so I don't know why that just popped in my head um, because all the penis talk with with Sam probably. <laughs> but the whole like yeah, it was awesome. Tattoo and a turkey neck. Just stretch it over a chair. <laughs> go to town. Let's fuck up. Oh, speaking of dicks, did you see the skywriting? Uh, that was yeah. the most amazing thing the, ever. I, when I so I saw that picture, like some I saw that on Instagram. Someone had posted, or maybe it was Twitter. Um, the it day was in I, Oregon or Washington. Yeah, the day it happened, and I'm like, did someone doctor that? No. And no, he did it. No, it was a Navy pilot that was running a sortie and did contrails that were the shape of two balls and a wiener in the middle. Pretty much amazing. Pretty fucking I'm sure I thought that pilot. wiener was in the middle. Sometimes in the summer when my balls are really hot, my, my penis just moves to one side and both balls hang off the other. So it's not always <laughs> perfect, babe. I'll show you next time. I'll I'll let you I'll let you see up close. If you got the shorty shorts, they can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I need can we leave in on that? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to see a picture of Jeremy in shorty like, shorts with the turkey no. neck hanging out. Oh, I'm totally posting the Billy Madison gif. That's uh, what's happening <laughs> <laughs> when he falls off the bench. If you want to see that and other amazing gifs, uh, not gifs, because no, it's, not a, it is. it's not fucking peanut butter, Jess. It is peanut it's butter. a gif, you fucking animal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go to our blog, thenewutah.com. Uh, hopefully at some point Jess will get off her ass and put up bios for each of us so that you can <laughs> see it. Totally. Uh, I don't have no. a bio. We'll get we'll get them up. I, I was I actually was just thinking, wow, we don't have bios up there. We do have uh, all those times that you read my blog. Uh, we do have a lot of other stuff up there, so show notes. But a uh, lot of lot of uh, Utah's one things, information on guests, local businesses. Uh, it's a pretty good spot to go check out lots of stuff. Um, also. Follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast or talk to us on Facebook. If you have events coming up, let us know. We always like to talk about local events for local businesses. Uh, don't forget business, local. Small business small Saturday. Small business Saturday uh, this weekend. No. It's this weekend. It's a yes. Saturday. No. It's a Saturday it after. It's the Saturday no, it's after Black Friday. Saturday after Black Friday. Oh. No, she wants to go see Bone Thugs and Harmony on the second. Yeah, we're going to Park City. Okay. Go ahead. I'll just take a nap while you guys are doing that. <laughs> um, I think if we went, we would just be laughing the whole time. Yeah, I would love it. I, the problem is, I'd be surrounded by like forty-year-olds smoking pot and trying to thug out. And uh, <laughs> she couldn't do it. It'd be like being surrounded by my brother. It's just not a good thing. There's not forty. No, but he's younger than you. Yeah, he started listening to Bone Thugs when, when I was in like sophomore year of high school or something i don't know so he was even younger but anyway uh if you like our stuff please share it it helps us a lot 
Uh, thanks again to Sam. Um, and yeah, that's it. We're just going to go get some little shorty shorts and let our dicks hang out. I don't have a dick. Me neither. We'll put it. I got a turkey upstairs that's thawed. <laughs> <laughs> Give you the turkey neck. You could stick it in your underwear and just let it hang out. Yeah. Or tape it on top of your underwear. I don't want that thing so close. What? Can you make that sound again? Because I'm going to end on it. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> that was very pornographic. <laughs> Choking on the turkey neck over there. 